0: Hi, it's Pat Patterson, the racing guy. You're
1: listening to the Ghostfire Media Podcast. It's time for the Ghostfire Media Network podcast show, featuring the stars of iRacing's IVRL and the AOLL. Now, here's your host, the Ghostfire Media Network crew. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Ghostfire Media Podcast. It's me, Randy Pepper, alongside Adam Wood up there in the left hand side, or maybe the right hand side of your screen. And Nick Adams is on board tonight. So we're gonna have a great show. Nick is in the middle of uh chewing on something. I'm not really sure what is it. What are you eating there, Nicholas?
2: (laughs) So delicious.
0: It was actually a friendly birthday cake ice cream cup.
1: Oh man, I'm jealous. I want one of those. Can you send me one of those?
0: Sure, it'll be melted by the time it gets there. You could, you know, walk <laughs> yeah, your lazy ass down to Walmart, pay a buck fifty for one.
1: We used to have a Friendly's right down the street from us, but anyways, so we got a great show tonight, folks. Uh, we're gonna talk to IVRL. We've got the AOL talk and fuel as well. So, uh, we're gonna get into all that. Um, with the three of us tonight, we're a skeleton crew once again, but. Hey, we're the ones that are dedicated tonight. Am I right?
2: Yeah. So, uh, oh, man, uh, great week, though. I mean, we had a lot of action throughout all the series, and then we got one that's uh, about to – we've been talking about them for a while, Fuel, uh, bringing them on board. And finally, this coming Monday will be their debut in their all-star race. So can't can't wait to broadcast for that and uh, debut their series.
1: Awesome. Awesome. That's going to be a lot of fun. I know you'll be in the booth for that
2: i'll be
0: on the track
1: oh you are you running yep. in that
2: i am yes. running fuel so i will be on the track you'll see me in the there's uh a, there's number a, full, 30 car. a few uh familiar faces uh we've some got endeavor uh endeavor we'll racing there
0: yep you'll see like blake
2: uh i think
0: brandon sean, brandon Bl- both blakes blake yeah. ZD, and blake man. gordon sean um i think brandon bernhardt too
2: yeah, Brandon Bernhardt's there as I well. I think I saw
0: him there as well. So, like, all of Endeavor, except for John Gordon, is racing in that league as of now. Um, who knows by what happens by the time we get to the first race. Maybe John will sign up. Um, you have all of Closed Circuit, except... Well, not all of Closed Circuit. So, you have all of the Ghostfire Media side of Closed Circuit will be racing. Yes. Uh, myself, Josh, and I think Carl will be racing. I don't know if he's going to be full-time or not, but... Um, and know. then we have... You've seen him uh, the last couple of weeks when we have broadcast the Wednesday night league. You've seen him. His name is Michael Stroll. You've talked to him on here as well. He's a he's a cool guy. He's he's um he'll be there. He's one of the admins, so it's, it's going to be a really fun league.
1: Yeah, we had him on there uh, a few weeks ago. He's a really nice guy. It seemed.
2: Yeah, and tonight we'll have uh Alan Elwood. He's one of the other admins. He'll be coming on board to uh, give us his take on the league and what's going to be happening this year, and get to know him. Uh, before uh, we start pulling in all the wonderful drivers of Fuel Series.
1: Cool. That's going to be a lot of fun. So we uh, we had the IVRL this week, and uh, that was a lone guy calling it this week because I did have a gig at the hard rock, the beautiful hard rock of Daytona. And uh, Nick will have to get us up to date on that one, how that one ended up. And we'll get into that in just a little bit. Let's just find out what happened with the, uh, all of us this week. Adam, anything exciting happen with you this week?
2: Uh, well, uh, my family's in town, or at least one uh, they were. Uh, I got my munchkin. She turned 15. And then uh, she boarded the flight and head back down to North Carolina on Wednesday. So just me and the wife here for about another week. And then she'll be hanging out uh, or flying back to North Carolina. She's got to get back. She's got a gig up in DC. She's got her one off too. So uh she'll be doing that. Um other than that, uh just boring work life for me. Come here, race, broadcast, and then uh rinse and repeat.
1: Rinse and repeat. Yes. Now in, in your now with, with what you're doing now in the army, do you have to wear a suit like you're all dressed in dress no. blues or no, you, uh,
2: I wear a normal I uniform. Uh, whenever I was up in DC region for six and a half years, I was wearing, I was a suit and tie guy. You know, I've never been a suit and tie guy in my whole entire life, and then they, they made me a suit and tie guy. But I'm still not. I still don't feel like I am. But I know how to wear it properly. So, but uh, I mean, I love the culture when I was there in DC. And it was the best assignment. I, I got to do really great things and see a lot of things that nobody ever really gets to see, and not many people from. Um, what I know my background of anybody who's ever worked uh, in the DC region at the White House like I did? So, are you telling me you were in the room where it happened? I was in plenty of rooms where a lot of things happened. Well, there a very you powerful go. people. See yeah. Uh,
1: we can't talk about that for another 10 years, right?
2: Yep. I don't know. It was, it was like 25, 30, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> There's a lot of stipulations for it.
0: By the time uh, he, uh,
2: by the time me and you are both dead, Randy, that's when he'll be able yeah, to talk Yeah,
1: exactly. About exactly.
2: I, wor- I worked on so, the street from Justin. Justin, I mean, he was uh, a couple blocks away. I didn't know him at the time, though. Justin Anderson. He was a uh, he lives like right, right down by the Capitol, and I worked uh, right down the street on sixteen hundred Pennsylvania Avenue.
1: Wow! So that, that you've got to do something a lot of people definitely will never ever get to do. I mean, so it's pretty exciting.
2: Yeah, it was a great time in my life. I mean, I had, uh, you know, great supporting with the wife. Uh, She loved it because we got to do really great gigs and a lot of things. Uh, I've done like two or three Easter egg rolls. Uh, I bought one of my family members, Johnny Downey. He flew down, or no, his family drove down for Easter one year and uh, we went on to the White House grounds and did the Easter egg roll at the White House.
1: Uh, What is Easter egg roll? What the hell is that?
2: So your, uh, <laughs> uh, Justin said your address was a bit more prestigious there, uh, but I uh, know, uh, so Easter egg roll is where it's like a, a huge tradition. So you, people get on the White House lawn and like kids will take a basically wooden spoon and hit a wooden egg and roll it across the grounds of the White House. So it's called the Easter egg roll. There was other things that happened, you know, there's bands, uh, popular bands, book readings for kids and a lot of different things for, for kids, uh, big festivities, You're, you have like, they lot you like two or three hours in there and try to get you in and out because, uh, they're getting thousands upon thousands of people rotating through the white house lawn that day.
1: Huh? Wow. I never knew that existed.
2: Yeah. There's, a lot, I... of, there's a lot of things that exist, uh, I think I think my wife's and I's favorite one was we saw Fun on 4th of July. So we were on the south grounds of the White House and the band Fun was out there performing. We were basically at, at the stage and then the fireworks took off and the band Fun, the lead singer, just turned around and said, this is the coolest <coughs> shit ever. Uh, it's like I'll never ever top this. I don't think in my life. You know, he was, even he, the singer, was amazed of where he was at and what he was doing and get to see, you know. And then there's just me sitting there uh, out in the crowd going, "Yeah, I feel the same way, bud." <laughs>
1: <laughs> so
0: stuff uh, happens during a normal administration.
2: Yeah.
1: So the guy from Fun, I have to ask this: Does he sound like Freddie Mercury in live, Is it like he does I, on his records?
2: Uh, he sounds. I mean, live and his records were almost identical. Like wow. it was a great time. I, I didn't get to do much at that time. I, I think I had two herniated discs in my lower back that I didn't know of, but I I knew my back hurt, so I let my wife get up and uh, be up front and do everything, and we were just kind of hanging in the back. And uh, I think I I think I I don't know if I shared it the other day on my fa- personal Facebook, but uh, I think it was uh, we were able. You we got in a little line, came by, and President Obama and Michelle walked by. We took shook hands with them. So,
1: so is that the only interaction you actually had with President Obama? Uh,
2: personally, like actually touching him, yeah. I don't know if I actually shook his hand. I think I shook Michelle's, but uh, but Obama, I've passed him like hundreds of times. Uh, I've been on, uh, I've probably did about fifteen hundred motorcades with him. Um, him, I did quite a few for Trump whenever he first uh, took over. While I was there, um, uh. I ran into Joe a couple times, uh, Joe, was God pretty...
0: bless you on the second one. Uh,
2: Joe, Joe was, a Joe, Joe was an interesting man in the white house uh, as a vice president. He was like the slapstick comedy guy. You walk into him. He's like, Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, man. Uh, I'm so sorry. But like, uh, they would let you get near him. The secret service, everybody would like let, let you near him. But, uh, Obama, no man, they cleared the halls. Nobody got near him. Like they, they, he would go different routes he would clear yeah dude that it, it was ridiculous the difference the differences of the way they treated the president versus the vice president of doing it. like I, I don't
0: I don't know if it was just based on the president versus the vice president probably based on the like all of the firsts that he was creating in the White House and all of the things that our it. enemies would like to
2: do to someone like him no so mo- everybody that's around there kind of has a clearance level to be where you need to be at. And if you don't, if you don't meet that requirement, you won't be in that building to be able to be in hands reach of them. It's just the, di- the difference levels of what they would like the Secret Service, because it's kind of up to them who who gets to interac- interact. And Biden, like I literally ran into him like I was going through a little narrow hallway walking out and I bumped into him. And he like Obama, Obama takes a whole different route. He won't. What about with Trump?
1: Him. Was it Trump the same way? He took uh, a different route too.
2: <laughs> no, they walked him outside. They wanted somebody to do something. <laughs> oh <laughs> no,
1: gosh. Let's not turn political now. We're just no, asking Trump, questions.
2: Uh Trump, Trump was uh I really didn't get that much opportunities. Uh we kind of, I kind of switched roles right there at the end because I was uh my time was nearing there. Uh they just wanted to make sure there was enough bodies to held over during the transition of a White House because uh there's a lot of back in work that's got to get between one staff leaving and a whole new staff coming on board and uh it's a pain in the ass uh (laughs) to be able to do that but i mean it, it was one my most rewarding i think job experience i had while in the military and then to think that you know nobody i know will ever probably do that outside of you know that i'll ever interact with and get the level of access and the things i've done
1: absolutely man that's that's awesome man i mean A lot of people envy the stuff I get to do, but
2: I mean, everybody's got the the little differences, you know, you know, you like, you know, everybody in the NASCAR world, the people listening here probably more envy you, your, your life over mine, being able to go backstage, you're like, oh yeah, Ryan Blaney's awesome. Yeah, we walked up to here and then, oh, I'll go tell him you said, hey, you know. Like you have all these wonderful behind the scenes stories of what uh, the community we're listening, you know, the people were listening to us or be like, man, I wish I, you know, I, I could have had to access Randy's got to go behind the scenes, play at the, this tracks and stuff. I know it's a pain to ask for you probably, to probably lug your shit out there and uh, to play it. And then, all right, well, time to go.
1: <laughs> yep. Time to go. But yeah, no, I, I don't know, man. I, I mean, what you did was pretty damn cool. I mean, that's definitely cool. So what kind of cool stuff have you done this week? Nicholas? <laughs> Besides eating Friendly's ice cream.
0: I (laughs) was telling Adam this before the podcast. Um, I had a pretty mundane week until I went to the store to go get groceries. So I go to the store to go get groceries and I was on my computer and I left it on when I left.
2: You can go ahead and show it. And and I
0: I had this really nice background. It was a beautiful mountain, like rain, Colorado. I love that background. I've had it for like seven years. And Go to the store, my computer's on, and, like, my computer goes in the sleep mode after, like, 20 minutes. I was gone for an hour, and I come back, and my wife is sitting on the chair over here with a shit-eating grin, and my computer (laughs) is on. And I look over, and I just see this.
2: All right, let's see this okay come on
0: i just i just
1: see that i don't just Just
2: watch stream yeah yeah, you're gonna watch stream there randy i I
0: just see that and that's Uh my new background so i go i leave (laughs) with this beautiful mountain range and i come back to do demon turtles
2: doing the dirty on my (laughs) on my fucking computer screen go ahead go ahead and Describe what is going on for the viewers at home that cannot watch this who was watching the listeners to the Spotify <laughs> how, do, how do I fucking
0: explain this alright let's let's try uh, so it's
2: <laughs> I won't leave it's this too, up until you finish
0: <laughs> it's two tortoises with red ass demon eyes <laughs> F- fucking doggy style <laughs> Or I guess you'd call it tortoise style. The tortoise <laughs> They're doing the they're doing the dirty tortoise.
2: All right, I think we have enough uh, of, of watching. Of the, go ahead and close your stream. Out. Yeah, we can close stream now. Enough of
0: that. But that that's God. my life. I came back to that and I was like, well, Ed, I guess this is my new background. So I, uh, it's kind of funny. I kind of like it because it's, it, it,
1: it's... yeah, it's uh, a person shared a photo <laughs> of uh you can take. uh Porno people and uh, change their heads to Disney characters
0: <laughs>
1: they that way I was like, Oh no, that's just something's wrong. <laughs> oh
0: my Let's god, go ruin all
2: your trips to a Disney just
0: slap, <laughs> slap the Lion King on there. <laughs> oh, it,
2: was, it, was, it was bad, it was
1: bad it was Disney characters. And you know, she's like, Got this, look like
2: up he's like,
0: <laughs> <laughs> So excited.
2: <laughs> <Bad>. <laughs> true love.
0: Miska, Miska.
2: <laughs> true a
0: <laughs> But yeah, I had oh, a pretty bad. mundane week. Let it go. Let it I go. Mean, besides, Let it the, go. O- the only cool thing I'm it's doing is I'm the race this weekend. But that's a, that's not really that cool. It's kind of boring. Yeah.
2: Oh. So uh, well, what about you there, Randy? We, we've we heard about your Tuesday night experience. What else you got going on there? Uh, well, we went and did dogs on ice
1: uh, with the dogs. Okay. That the- That's a weird <laughs> wait, transition from our wait, last conversation wait, wait, to this one. Wait, you did dogs on ice? Uh, it's, it's a thing. So Yeah, we took the dog to uh, the Daytona Ice Arena.
0: And you and did the- him on the ice?
1: No, yeah. Only, in, only
0: in Florida does this
2: only type of hard Florida, Florida, do right. Florida That's man right. dogs on ice.
0: Type and we walked
3: Florida. around we, <laughs> held,
0: we ran across the ice holding our Trump flags. <laughs> Just type in Florida Man and Dogs on Ice. And I guarantee you some weird shit's gonna pop up. Oh, no, oh, yeah, yeah, no,
1: actually it's it's an event put on by the Daytona Beach Halifax Humane Society. And you take your dog and your dog gets to run around the ice arena. You know, with a you know, a hundred or fifty, hundred or whatever, it's just a bunch of dogs. I don't know how many dogs there are a lot of dogs. If you want to watch it, you can uh subscribe to my channel, Randy's Attic, on YouTube, and you can watch it for yourself. I need the likes, folks. I need you to ring the bell notification, hit the
0: like button, and you can share dogs, all you can dogs the doing ad,
2: it on ice. <laughs>
0: Subscribe to YouTube Premium first for $9.99 a month, and oh. then you get it ad free and you'll get personal uh, premium recommendations.
1: Actually, you know what? I don't have enough subscribers yet to warrant them putting any ads on my uh, stuff yet. That's so, what I'm, so I'm hoping you that you right get, I get to
2: that point. So you can see I see all the dogs nice doing it without uh, any absolutely. ads.
1: Actually, there's a dog taking a big crap on there, and I, I did film that. <laughs> <laughs> he lays
0: a turd. It's like probably about that long.
1: <laughs> oh man! So Nick, you're
0: gonna watch this now, aren't you? Uh, no, I'm not. I'm not oh, watching dogs on, on ice that's, doing it. No, they're not doing
1: anything. They're just Listen, running around. I, I have
0: watched some weird shit in my life on television, but that's just that's just strange. Man. Just dogs right. playing
1: on ice. That's all it is. Anyways, all right. Let's, right,
0: let's, 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 let's get into this our. One. You know, let's go. With,
1: let's get out of this. And uh, I mean, we've <sighs> we've all talked about what we did this week. Now let's actually talk about. What we're supposed Randy to talked about what he ice.
0: did literally. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I took the dog to dogs on ice. That's
0: it. I that's what you said. That's what you should have said the first time. All right, he so, said you did the dog on ice. So oh, Tuesday man. night.
2: We will start with Tuesday, or, yeah, Tuesday, night IVRL. Yeah, you ran in that race. <sighs> I ran on the race. Uh uh for me. I did well, one.
1: Let's go. Let's go ahead, uh, Nick. You've got the point standings. Let's go over the point standing first and uh, figure out all that yeah, good Cody stuff. Cody
2: actually updated. Yes. I, I don't think Cody updated. Probably not. It. Never does. Yeah. We're gonna always make uh, with uh, you, Cody.
0: Nope. But they're updated to Atlanta, so they're the same point standings. Oh, great. Nothing. So, nothing really changed, though. Yeah.
1: Nothing really changed because no. Dalton.
0: Dalton Tucker's not of. Um, he is not eligible for the playoffs. So yeah. nothing changes. It doesn't do anything to our to our playoff uh, strategy, to our playoff um, battle, or anything. The playoff picture stays the same. Um, so
1: Dalton won the race. Who was second and third, and all that good stuff?
0: Uh, that would be uh, Jesus Christ, really hey, I'm
1: I'm just asking because I I, I want to know. I don't remember.
0: Okay, uh, it's been so I, it's five I, days. Because he didn't, um, didn't. It was Christian
2: Converse and. Uh, uh, that was Cody McKinney with uh, yes
0: uh, Cody and Derek yeah Cody and Charles by point zero zero zero
2: zero one seconds of the line yeah they had a good battle coming off a of turn four mm-hmm. there
0: one of the best battles we've seen all year um, surprisingly from a broadcast per- perspective um, New Hampshire is normally a snore fest
2: It actually wasn't racing, that it, bad, uh, uh, racing
0: it watching it. Yeah, no, it's usually a Snorefest. It was, I want to say, a top five race this season, just based on action we had, the way people raised each other. Now, there was some controversy during the race that we, you know, we touched on um, between the normal parties that have been involved in it this year. Um,
1: so we'd have more uh, Derek Schilling and, or, uh, or not Derek Schilling. <laughs> Derek, Derek, our teammate, but no, uh, not Derek. I mean, uh, Patrick and Tito. Patrick and Tito. Yeah, that's there it. It
0: was, it was Patrick. And um, the first incident was, I believe it was Patrick and I uh, know nope, Patrick and Christian. I think they were jawing at each other about something.
2: I think they, they, I know. they bounced off of each other in the middle of the corner. I think, uh, I think on that one, Patrick washed up just a little bit in the middle of the corner and then uh Christian on a restart. And the next one was like a lap and a half after the restart. That was uh, Greg Holt and Patrick yeah. Gaspar on that one.
0: That was the one that ever that they were really fired up about. Um, Patrick was going to go into the corner. He was going into the corner, in my opinion, is a little too hot and I think he was probably going to go right through the back of you if he didn't turn left. No,
2: so my, my take on it. Uh, yeah, what uh, happened to you? I mean, where did you finish, Adam? So, no, I'm, I'm talking about the, the incident here. I, I finished ninth, but it, it's uh, last lap stuff that put me there. But, uh, no, uh, on that one, I mean, if you look at both camera angles, they both basically look like they're going straight. Uh, Greg Holt comes off a of turn two. He loses it. He's down on momentum. Gaspar gets a huge run on the outside of him uh he's trying to make a huge run right there going into turn 3 he sees a gap between me and greg holt cuz we're kind of like staggered like this so he wants to kind of fill that void and kind of go into it but both screens they basically look like they're going straight each of them turned ever so slightly and if patrick's left left rear hit uh hit Greg Greg's holds, right front, uh, right front, and spun each other. I didn't see it personally happening in the race. The only thing I saw was them in the mirror, like slamming the wall. And I'm thinking, good God, they didn't. I'm glad they didn't take me out.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's just it was a racing incident, 100% a racing incident. I just think that the um, the animosity started a few weeks ago, and I think that it's easy to work out, and we're gonna try to work that out. Um, we're gonna try to help them work it out. You know, we've reached out, so we'll see if that comes into fruition in the future i
2: think the admins Um, are kind of trying to put some stuff in the place too yeah
0: no uh they've they've put some we won't we probably won't we don't listen to the race chatter anyway but any of the race chatter things uh you won't be hearing radioactive from us that's for sure because that won't be happening anymore but uh the on track just and, and you also have to put it down to there's five races to go to the playoffs now um so everybody who's not locked in is pushing for a spot uh, Patrick hasn't won a race yet this season and he but he's like, feels he's but he's locked in. He's locked, he's locked in. He's locked in. There's no but way he's But he probably feels like he um he he's let a couple of them go and that probably doesn't help his frustration levels. So he wants to get one. I think he'll get one if he just, bat, you know, if he just buckles down and goes um but the guys we need to look at are guys who keep getting involved in this stuff by accident, the other ones who, who get caught up in it. Um, like Joey McKinney, and and Cody was lucky this week. He didn't get caught up in anybody's stuff. But those are the types of guys that are really, really close on points uh, getting into the playoffs that don't need to get involved in anybody else's stuff going into the last five weeks of the season because it's just going to cost them a playoff spot.
2: Yeah. I mean, for me, uh, I'm out there trying to get as best as I can, trying to get used to these tracks a little bit more get more time underneath my belt and new Hampshire's never been my favorite i don't like the flat banking that's why i don't like phoenix i hate turn three at phoenix for that flat banking for what it has there uh and uh but i actually did pretty good all night i think the lowest i went by myself on my own was seventh Uh, i kind of stayed up in front the whole entire night uh and I, i felt like it was a pretty good race uh for the most part, and there was stupid incidents here and there. Uh, apologize to uh, the number whoever was filling in for the number eighty-nine. Josh, uh, I think his name was Jason something. Jason uh, Miz. Miz. He filled in for Josh right uh, I don't know. What, I don't know how that's possible, but that's what he was doing. And. Uh, Is it the same person, just two different racing accounts? Is that possible? I have no clue. He's racing the exact same car for the exact same paint scheme. That's real easy to do on a trading paint. You share a link, and bam, I'm racing your car now. But uh, I I don't know the details behind it, but I just know he's in his car. And uh, I think on the green-white checker there, we had – I got a little hot. I kind of – I ever so tapped him. I mean, I I don't even know how much of a bumper I actually touched him, but – it was enough to, to spin them around right there. And I think that was in one and two, then three and four. Jaden Gimble came in. He got even, he he, he lost it uh, going into the corner, took out Joey. And then uh, I was right there on the outside of everything and they smashed into me. And I came home ninth. So that was a far, you back. say lost
0: it. Yeah. I say was never going to make the corner. <laughs> that know. big pedal in the middle never got touched. That was straight off into the corner of I'm going to. Kind of like I compared it on the broadcast. I'm going to do the same thing here. The Kyle Larson and Ryan Newman thing a few years ago at Phoenix, where Newman drew it off into the corner on the last lap to get into the playoffs and just sent yeah. Kyle Larson into the wall at he about 110 used, uh, miles an hour. He said
2: hour. Uh, eight tires are better than four, and I can yep. make it out this corner by this one position.
0: <laughs> yep. So and that's, that's kind of what I saw it as, and I, I didn't I didn't really understand it at the moment. I went back and looked at it, and
2: it might have just been a racing incident, but it just looks. Uh, he, he apologized over the radio. I mean, he did. did what I don't he had think to he do. did it on purpose. And just, I don't, like, I don't he, think he just he did locked it, on it up. And then, yeah. I mean, uh, I think he would just threw it in there too hard and then it locked it up. And I mean, then
0: well, we he's on that. the outside looking in as well. And Joey is one of those guys he's battling for that last uh, playoff he's got, spot. So. He's,
2: he's got to do a lot to, yeah, from the outside. Oh, yeah. in. I mean, he he's needs missed to win. a lot of races. He, he's,
0: he's one of those guys who needs to win. Um, and I'm looking at the schedule. I don't think I want to say there really isn't one of those wild card races coming up before the playoffs either. I think, uh, oh I no, think there is like August 20th. Yep, Daytona on the 20th, and August 17th we have Michigan, which is also kind of like a superspeedway wild wild card race where it's going to be all about drafting. So there, there's two options there at the end of the
2: season. Uh, Michigan, though, um, I mean, it's not as much of a wild card because tire wear is a pain the ass there. In Michigan. That is true. And uh, you got to play it right. It's uh, yes, yeah, it's a he- heavily drafted track, but at the same time, your tire wear and your corner entry, the momentum, everything about it is uh, it. It is you know just very taxing on you for Michigan. I can't wait. Uh, but going into into it, I'm look I'm looking forward to the Daytona race. Uh, that's going well. Be you're also good. Not,
0: you're also not 16th in points and. You don't want to see somebody. You're locked in. So, but if you're in Joey's position and you're sitting at 16th in points, or if you're in, uh, hold on one second, I have it right here.
1: You also won the last restrictor plate race too.
0: Yeah, and if you're you, if you're in Joey's position, or if you're in Derek's position, and you're only one point ahead of Joey yeah. um, before Tuesday night's last race, um, you know, going into the sixth, the final race of the season, you don't want to see Daytona being that 26th race because uh, if you don't win it and, and uh, say Jaden Gimble was a coming and win it, and you finished two spots behind Joey and McKinney. Looked, all of
2: a sudden, you're looking on the outside end. And look who was up front most of the night at uh at the or the last Talladega we ran, Joey. Yeah, so
0: he, he, those type those guys, they need to see either like Joey and Derek and Harvey need to see someone who's already won this season go into Daytona and win, or they need to go out there I'll take and win it. before I mean, Daytona. <laughs> And that's what they need to hope for. I mean, if you're back in 13th to 16th, you're kind of sitting there just hoping that uh, either Causey continues his domination or Dalton Tucker comes in and is the real deal and is able to continue to win. Or that somebody who's already won or somebody who hasn't won, but is ahead of you in points is able to win those
2: races. Or something life happens and they can't make the race. Uh,
4: that's true. That's, that's uh, yeah.
2: That's, true. Uh, that's uh that's going to be happening to me. I'm going to be right there on the bubble for, uh, the AOL cup series. I'm, I'm going to miss the, uh, three of the next six races. So uh, anything's possible for me, not making outs in that series.
1: Yeah. So the, um, what happens if Dalton comes in here, even though he's not eligible, let's just take this scenario and he wins the next five races.
0: Uh, it just looks like Tony Stewart did in two thousand and what eleven, two thousand and ten, whatever it was the year he yeah. won half the chase races and wasn't in the chase, and he just it, it. I think he won the championship the next year. So I really think if he if he comes in and he wins half the chase races or no, no two thousand
2: eleven, no. he won the championship by winning. So it was two thousand and he won he, he won two thousand and ten. He won three or four races in that ten race stretch that he had to to beat Carl, or to tie with Carl Edwards. So and Tony Stewart had the the crappiest. 10 races, but he was lucky enough to get those three or four wins during the chase that gave him more points there, because I know he won Homestead. There was
0: someone who wasn't in the playoffs who won half the chase races yeah. one year. I can't remember who it was. I, th- I feel like it was Tony. It was either Tony or Jimmy. It sounds like something one of those two guys would do. I'll have to look it up, because that's actually one of the facts I can't remember.
2: Uh, I, I was so angry at work that night, uh, whenever uh, Tony Stewart edged out by the by winning on at Homestead. Uh, to oh, get the tiebreaker, yeah. I was yeah. so mad. <laughs>
0: Carl Carl Edwards, Mark Martin, two of the greatest drivers to never win a NASCAR championship oh, by, yeah. by a wide margin.
2: So yeah. he, he got yeah. screwed there, and then he got screwed at the, was it, 2016's one where uh, they threw a Phantom Caution for no reason. Yep.
0: And then he got wrecked by Joey yep. Logano because Slice Bread's an idiot and can't drive a race car worth a damn so uh, luckiest champion of all time if dude, it wasn't this playoff I, I system know, he'd never be a champion i didn't know
2: what he was gonna do after the race too you know so he went he got wrecked out hopped out of the car and then just started running down pit road i was like is he going after the 22 pit crew or like he's gonna beat up i don't know nah, the crew chief at the time like nobody knew what he was doing everybody He ran Carl right doing? to his
0: hauler he ran right to his hauler he called up joe gibbs and said i quit
2: <laughs> Dude, he he ran all the way over the 22's pit crew, and apparently he said he told him go get him. I was like, Didn't, isn't that the year that
0: Joey won the championship? No, too? no, that, was Jimmy, no, that was Jimmy. That was Jimmy's, Jimmy's last, last championship. That was his seventh championship. That's
2: right. That's what that's what the my, my conspiracy as a Carl Edwards fan is that they threw a phantom caution hoping to give Jimmy another shot at that sixth title because there was no reason to throw that phantom caution <laughs> whatsoever.
0: Listen, there's so many 48 cars sitting behind me that I can't agree with you.
2: I know you can't. I, I got
1: 48 sheet metal, sheet metal right there above I me. Can't
2: dis- I can't disagree with you, but, but I, I'm not going to agree with you. That's my, that's my conspiracy theory. Going for being a Carl Edwards fan, everybody's got to have their conspiracy but, I theories. I will, for your I will say
0: this.
2: I'll say this: Carl's
1: one of the nicest, or was one of the nicest guys in NASCAR. I, he always. Super nice to anybody that ever wanted, you know, wanted anything signed by him. He would oh, always walk go grab a car. car. He'd sign it, you know, whatever. Um, I mean, Carl definitely by, by, uh, my observance is always a class act. Yeah. He's, Jimmy, Jimmy kind of disappears. He always did. So.
2: yeah, I think I, I was behind the, uh, driver's introductions, uh, um, charlotte uh 2015 or 16 one of the two and uh i got uh, to, call my to sign my hat <laughs> and he shares a name with our great colleague carl henderson
0: <laughs> carl. <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> oh carl oh,
1: we didn't call carl carl edwards well, here's hot Carl coming down this road.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I need Carl Edwards to come out of retirement. Just one more time so I can tweet. Hashtag Carl in second place there. Yeah.
1: But uh, that's oh, what I hope. Here's Carl Edwards driving the
0: number 37 Saran Wrap car. <laughs> no, the number. No, the number, <laughs> the number 96 Depends car. Hot
2: Carl coming out of turn four. <laughs>
3: Oh, man. Boy.
2: That's one guy I hope races in the SRX at some point. I think they said uh, season two, he might be coming there. That'd I, be awesome. I don't
0: know. I think Carl's just done with motor racing.
2: I mean, he owns his own little farm. I mean, he's he always just, owned it. And I mean, he's always done that. And He just uh, completely disappeared, though. He retired. said well, half this. I'm I done. mean, you have to look at the nature of him. When he's on track, he's on track. He's personable. But when he leaves, he disappears. The only person that you could, uh, uh, get a hold of him is Randy Fuller and Randy Fuller was his PR guy. And, uh, that's the only way you could f- get any information about Carl's personal life was through him. You either saw him on a commercial or on the track. You did not see anything else about his, uh, personal life. He had zero social media presence I and mean, he had some, you might've had some like underneath false names, but he wasn't that oh. personal guy.
0: Him and Bob Osborne together. Go
2: get them one at a time. Yep.
0: You say one at a time.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's, a, I just, that's one of the ones that. Uh, that's it. I love, I love it.
2: that. I, I, I remember that one. That one just sticks in my head. But uh, so we'll go back to IVRL. We are off for the next two weeks. I get a wonderful vacation before my vacation for it. Because uh, we're off yes. for two weeks and then I'm gone for two weeks. Uh, that's more for racing a,
0: much needed. Much, why, much needed vacation. why exactly are is there, a break there? they said <laughs> yes. Olympics. I don't know. You know those you know those five little rings called the Olympics? Yeah. That's 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 why.
2: Apparently somebody cares about that more than racing NASCAR in our league. um
0: I'm just happy we have Tuesday nights off for the next two weeks so that I can
2: mentally prepare for the fifteen race. Well, you, you come Dash back, to the you finish. come back to two road courses: is Watkins Glen okay. and uh Indy Road Course most likely if the uh, take four weeks off. <laughs> so we're
0: gonna do yeah. We have Watkins Glen, and then it's tentatively right now the Indy F one road course. If they get the Indy Xfinity road course in, then that's what they'll run. But at the moment, it's Indy F one, which is pretty much the which is pretty much the GP track that NASCAR ran minus. Turn four because they don't go out turn or no turn one technically, turn one because of the tire issues they had no four oh five they didn't run that corner because uh I think it was Ralph Schumacher almost died in that corner because of tire issues so
2: so so yep I B R L will be done so we were not going to predict any type of winners this week uh so oh no we are we we already know who's going to win at Watkins Glen we don't have to talk about it I think somebody's going to dump somebody and they get a win. No, I don't think somebody's going
0: to dump somebody. No, I think kidding. Kazi's going to drive away. So then he's going to make a mistake.
2: <laughs> that or you got somebody that's uh, already practicing for that road course at Watkins Glen. I think Kazi's going to drive away. He's going to make a
0: mistake. Gaspar's going to get close again and then spin out. I'm not saying it to be a jackass. I'm saying it because it's fact. It's what's happened the last three times we've been at road courses. It's prove me wrong. That's what all the, that's what the great journalists say is prove me wrong. They said, yeah,
1: I'm going to agree. agree with you there, Nick. I I think the tire cheat is going to enable. We (laughs) want to (laughs)
4: make,
0: we want to make make it very clear that that's a joke. And we don't want anybody to be offended by that because that's a joke. It's a
1: joke. Just like all the men in the the, uh, Olympics are women. Uh, just, oh, just boy. a, just, just a joke. All right. God.
2: All
0: right. We're uh, gonna catch. Uh, let's uh, go ahead that. and
2: move over to our next segment. Then <laughs> we'll switch over to the AOL oh. TNT series here. <laughs> I
0: catch so much shit for that. <laughs> uh,
2: so let, let's go ahead and move over that. Uh, Let's go ahead and try and start talk to. Oh, you guys, about the TNT series. Nick had an eventful evening last night. Um,
0: I have had the worst
2: 13
0: days of my driving career. Yes, I finished fifth last week, But the last time we went to Atlanta, previous to last week, I was fast in Atlanta, and I was a top five car. Last week in Atlanta, it didn't matter what I drove. Uh, AOLL, fuel... Cops, trucks, ARCA, I crashed everything. And then last night, go to North Wilkesboro, have a decent practice in qualifying, and then six laps in, my brake pedal just goes to the floor, and I finally grab some brake, but I'm going through Gene, and then <laughs> I'm spinning and oh,
2: it was David saying
0: Wendell. hello to the front end of Carl. Oh, sorry, Gary. I don't know why I said Gene. Gary. Yeah, Gary Winters. I took Gary out, spun and took out Carl. And then 20 laps later or so, I'm racing with David Despairs. David kind of chops my nose off a little bit. And I may or may not have accidentally turned him. Tried to apologize, but he was already gone. And then we have a few more cautions. We get to where I'm behind my teammate, Chris Oliver. And I I don't know. Chris started to spin. I had nowhere to go and knocked the radiator out of my car. Uh, Then I finally battled my way back up. I'm right behind Randy Pepper. My brake pedal goes to the floor again. I spin out all by myself from fifth. And it's just the rest of the night. Yeah, the rest of the night was just me battling back, trying to get to the top five. It's just.
2: I've dude, had the worst eleven days of my racing. Dude, career. that was a brutal hit you took after uh, spinning there. After you hit, you made con just ever so slightly contact with. Yeah, that's a yeah, <laughs> yeah, uh, ever <laughs> so slightly with uh, Gary Winners there. I mean, you barely tapped him, and then it just lo- loosened your car up, and you just went straight for the pit road barrier.
0: Ah, Randy, oh. that's
2: more than you. <laughs> <laughs>
0: She's got more than you. Um,
2: Yeah, don't don't talk about that one. Uh, uh,
0: Yeah, so that's just
1: going to slide
0: on. Oh yes, and I did figure out what the brake issue was on that. Um, I ended up, I ended up uh, disconnecting my G. Uh, Shut up. I disconnected my G twenty nine last night. Uh, I took the brake apart, and it was a broken spring.
2: Uh So
0: I went, I went and got a new spring was like 52 cents. I got a new spring. I have a brake pedal again.
2: It's just Home Depot special.
0: Yeah, it's just aggravating because normally when shit breaks, it gives you warning that it's going to break. You'll no, hear a spring. squeak. You'll hear a, you'll hear a squeak or something. I didn't hear shit. It just snapped and it went right to the floor and then it kind of worked again. I it kind of worked again and then it didn't work and then it worked again and I just it's
2: the I don't know. Moving around inside of it. Yeah, it's
0: it a yeah, bad it's eleven
2: days. And that last it, night you needed breaks. As, uh, I did. North Wilkesboro. If it was Atlanta,
0: a- I would have been okay because I could have just rolled out of the throttle and went through it. But North Wilkesboro, it was just. Thank God it wasn't a road course. <laughs> God, I would have just pulled over and got out of the car if it was a road course. But uh, no, yeah, uh, that wouldn't
3: be good.
2: So I mean, we've uh, we've been to North Wilkesboro in every series now. I think. We- with every car make we've done here in the aol series we've been to it with the cup series the truck series uh, now with arca car and i mean it's the same story when you go there so north wilkesboro is the type of track where you have to protect the outside you can't let anybody to the outside trying to pass you. you you want them to try to pass you underneath. You will protect that. So if somebody's a little bit faster, we saw it with quite a few people last night, mainly you know, with our leader in second place, Josh Last. Lastin. You, he had uh, quite a few attempts to dr- to dive underneath uh, Brandon Bernhardt, but that bottom lane just will not allow you to pass. You can't get the yeah. grip coming out of the corner. Also,
1: that, though, Josh did have the outside lane at one point. And still wasn't able to get around him. So Brandon was
0: just tough. I mean, really, he was tough. Yeah, Brandon was quick. Brandon was really... Did you guys watch me drive through the field last night when I was driving up? Most of my passes I was trying to make were on the outside. Yeah, that's
1: that's what he asked me about. Uh, Adam asked me, you know, it seemed like you are overdriving the car. But actually, I was just trying to drive that upper middle groove and then dive it back down the straightaway. Because if I tried to run that bottom a car would get kind of loose and I couldn't drive it. I'd lose speed. So I made, you know, towards the uh, beginning of the race, I would say it was probably at least as fast as the guys up front or faster because I was catching those guys and I was pretty far behind them at one point.
2: I, I think, I think the hard part for you though, Randy, was the worry you would catch them on faster. Once you caught them, there was nothing for you because you kind of went through the center a little bit quicker than everybody else so you can hit that upper lane and then kind of dime in the corner to come out whereas everybody else basically kind of kind of slow rolled the bottom and kind of went slow going through it and powered it off the bottom and then that took away your advantage of where your speed came from
0: right yeah absolutely. that's where i
2: got myself in trouble last night was
0: the incidences i had were trying to pass people to the inside because it wasn't what i had practiced all night wasn't what I had tried to perfect. I had perfected running. I, I was fine with giving whoever wanted it the bottom lane. You have I'll make you work to pass me. I'm not giving you the outside because yeah, you're gonna you know, get that that's better
2: a, run. That's a death sentence right there because if you give up that one, it's hard to to get that spot or to let that one car to clear because if there's somebody behind them, you're just about to get freight trained. I got lucky. I don't know if it was my difference
0: in speed I was able to get me the exit of the corner or whatnot, but I really didn't get past to the inside when I gave people the inside. I think it's probably because I'm stupid and I'll drive it harder into the corner than
2: anybody else. Well, like the, it's just because I'm stupid. Well, the outside, you, you're you able on the middle to high line, you're able to put the power down so much earlier. And there's actually a little bit more grip up there versus due to the extra banking versus that bottom line has lower banking and you just can't put the grip coming out of the corner. So, I mean, I I saw how I saw the, uh, you know, the cup series and the truck series. Every time we run there is you, you don't give up that outside lane. You'll run them and like, Hey, man, you want to go, go to the bottom, but I'll let you have it all day long.
1: (laughs) Well, Derek did that with me. Derek was, uh, running the bottom groove. He seemed to have a really good run doing that bottom where I was running that middle groove Well, he drifted up and I actually dived down to the bottom of him. And actually that's probably one of the only passes I passed down on the bottom was to get around Derek. So, I, I don't know. It's, I guess it works sometimes. but I know I,
0: put, uh, I know I said that I've had the worst 11 days of racing in my career, but I'll, even though I finished fifth last night, I mean, I was thinking I was That's having a bad, bad. night. But yeah, no, <laughs> with, with all the problems I had, I needed a good finish. I mean, the first three weeks of the season, I've used two of my drop weeks, which is just, I missed Daytona, and then last week I just completely, I just didn't show up to Atlanta. I was there, this- I just wasn't there.
1: I don't think I was there. I think I think last Thursday, was I there? I
0: think I
2: may have had a gig. No, last, la- last, last Thursday you showed up and something, something happened. Oh, that's right, because I, Cause cause you I joined a, yeah, you. Yeah, I joined you. Yeah, VR yeah. wasn't working, and I think you yeah. uh, the, the, the broadcast. The green flag phenomenon of uh TNG. Yeah,
0: that was also my problem, is t- too, is I wasn't expecting. Like, I had a bad, I don't want to get into Atlantic because I'm angry about it, but it's just my own stupidity which caused it.
2: Yeah, I mean, everybody gets that, and then, you know, sometimes you're hoping for that phantom caution or somebody to mess up, so you can kind of reset, and I'm like, okay, I figured there's a track out now, <laughs> let's group back together so I can actually have a shot at this, but whenever, well, you know, you I start to stronger. I my 20 laps in, I gotta hold for 40 seconds for taking out the cone and then speeding
0: on the entry, because just, uh, every time I think I have something for somebody, I just uh, mess <laughs> up
2: pit ropes. Yeah, the Atlanta Atlanta pit road is actually pretty tricky because you carry so much speed, you don't want to get off the track too soon, because it mm. doesn't doesn't feel like a you know you need to. But then if you wait too long, you're screwed. Though I mean, there's not enough banking there. It's gonna and it, it's quick to your left. It's a good sharp turn there to the left. It's not. It doesn't flow with the track as well as you would think.
0: It's almost something I wish that they would do next season in the AOLL for the TNT series is. Adjust the fuel each week to make sure that there's at least one pit stop during each race. Because at Atlanta, you had to pit, and if you had, you know, if it was green, you had to pit under green. Um, last night at North Wilkesbro, we would have went green flag. You didn't have to worry about tires. You didn't have to worry about fuel. I mean, 80 laps in, your tires were still at 85, 88, 80, 85 percent if you were decent on your right front, um, and you would have never had to worry about fuel. Yeah. But, you know. I understand why they do it. Cause the North Wilkes pit entry is atrocious, most, yeah, I mean, but and I mean, it's
2: atrocious. But not only is it atrocious for trying to get into it for yourself, but you just oh, slow down exits. Yeah. You no, know, for people to slow down, to get to that pit road speed, to make that hard left is going to throw everybody off. Mm-hmm. Like from, yeah, it's
0: somebody's there was gonna, some
2: somebody's gonna be in the middle crashes. lane and trying to drop down and just,
0: yeah, <laughs> there were some big crashes in the eighties there uh, some people, yeah, a couple people almost lost their lives going into pit road just because of how it was in the entry. And I mean, the other thing is, is that there's no, if you get out of shape going into pit road at North Wilkesboro, you're probably going to kill a crew member because there's no wall. So you're going to hit a pit box.
1: Yep. Yep. Definitely. Well, it was a good race. I mean, I had a good time. I I finished the best. I finished all season, I think. And, uh, so I'm happy I did that. And, uh, I mean, trying to catch Josh was really fast. Brandon was very fast. Gary Winters uh, was kind of off in the beginning, but then he just caught some momentum, and he was That's off. probably that.
0: my fault that he was off in the beginning because, you know, two
2: laps and I wrecked him. Yeah, he, oh. uh, he Near the end, he was glued to Josh Lassen's backbone. Yeah, for third. He, was. I mean, he was. just He was waiting for Josh probably to do something by accident and ruin both their nights so they can sneak through and get the win.
1: I was hoping they were going to do something so I could sneak up there and get a first or second myself, but it didn't work that way. But you know, they, uh, those guys, I have to command, uh, those guys, uh, the, both Brandon and Josh, they ran, I mean, super flawless between the both of them. I mean, they gave each other plenty of room. They did an awesome job up there.
2: Yeah. I, yeah, so, yeah. I mean, for the most part, I mean, there was a couple of self spins out there. I mean, North Willsboro is one of those tracks where the rear tires will get loose coming off a of turn two, mainly sometimes for turn four. Nick uh, knows that he
1: up. had that happen. <laughs> but, I uh, do
0: want to commend the admins, though, for last night. Yeah, well, um, I was, was going to ask. Because of those, that glitch that, we, that iRacing currently has that's yep. being patched, hopefully today, um, where it'll randomly pick somebody throughout the night that they just tell you to pass them because they have a penalty when that you're coming guess. to two to go. It doesn't I mean, exist, and you can't it's, clear it. Um, and they like it's did a great job. Yeah, all you it, close circuit guys it, got it. It that hit me. Out. It hit Josh. It hit Carl. It, it picked on closed circuit last night. Um, it, it, I think it got I think it got Phil Manzo at one point too, and I think it got Tom Stevens. But and the admins did a fantastic job. Just hey, if if it gives yeah. you guys black flags, we'll clear it. It was yeah, Johnny they did really and good. Joe yeah, and, Ed, Joe and Johnny did a fantastic job yeah. last night. Yeah, it was awesome.
1: Hey, uh, let's uh, let me ask you something. Okay, so there was a little bit of controversy last night with Tom Stevens. I didn't see it. What was going on back there? I heard some people like kind of going at after him. Okay.
0: Uh, I'll answer this. I just gotta think of how to answer it politically. Okay, just kind um, um, of. I don't want to be an yeah, asshole. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm not going to sit here and shit on somebody because it is a beginner league. Um, right, right. It was more of a spatial awareness. And knowing, and we all—not all of us—but there's a good majority of people who do it from time to time because it is a beginners' league, so you do have to remember that when you get in there. There are some of us who are more experienced, who have been doing it longer, or just more talented with with what equipment we have. It's not—you might not be more talented, but you might have a better wheel or a better set of pedals, or maybe you have VR. And these are all just advantages you have over other people. Um, but there was definitely some spatial awareness issues. Um, of just kind of entering a corner to the bottom and then going high and then coming straight back down, not really listening to your spotter or maybe not getting the call because, you know, sometimes iRacing does that too, that you don't get the call, that, hey, inside, you just, you come down and you somebody has to brake check. So, I mean, just spatial awareness. It, yeah, Tom we, didn't we, do anything wrong. It's just saw that general spatial awareness.
2: Once last night, uh, I believe uh, Larry showed it. I I know I was watching it. It was, uh, he was back there with John Gordon. It was a huge pack, like four or five cars there. And, uh, he, I remember he came off of one corner, was low, moved up high, went back low in the middle of the back stretch, and then moved right back up high and almost took out John Gordon at one point. Yeah. Uh, And then when I got around John,
0: because he moved John up, I got around John, got under him, and then he squeezed me down. And I mean, anybody who's raced with me knows that I'm, a small bit of a hothead from time to time, so... You? I might have thrown out the comment, I'm not the person to squeeze down, because I'm not, because I'm an asshole. But... He, you know, he wasn't doing it on purpose. And like Carl said, he only had nine incidents. I had 20. And I'm... But, you know, a lot of people... They, people say I'm a pretty decent driver. I had 20 incidents last night. Now, were, all they, my, were they all my fault? No. But... Still, he only yeah, had nine can, incidents at North Wilkesboro. You can't base somebody's skill off incident points either, but he he had a he had a decent night at North Wilkesboro. Yeah,
2: it's was not an to, easy track. Yeah, he was able uh, some of the incidents he had was a almost a self spin he was able to keep it to the mm-hmm. bottom and then kind of ride the bottom all the way around. We were hoping that that didn't That's cause a left. caution uh because he was riding uh riding the grass around not to pull out in front of the rest of the track. We were just hoping that you no, know, that wouldn't bring out a caution because that was pretty late in the game when he did that one.
1: Yeah, yeah, and he and he pulled it into the pits, which is good. Yes. He did. Yeah, that. no,
0: I'm I'm not, and and I I wanted to say we're not shitting on you, if Tom, if you're watching, we're not shitting on you. We actually, I want to say that he's improved so much in the last twelve months. Won um, a race. Yeah, he's improved I mean, immensely in the last like twelve months. ago, I didn't even want to be near him on the track and he's become a whole different racer. And same, you know, Phil and Anthony, they've both done the same thing. They've improved so much. It's, it's what you want to see in in this TNT. beginner league is that you want to see the guys in TNT get better and better and better so that eventually in cup on Sundays we're all racing. Right. Cuz right. I know on, I know on Sundays I love to race Adam. I love to race Randy. I mean, you I know, love the it's, I, hey, kiss my race, ass. Race, race, kiss. Man. Yeah, kiss my ass. Oh, sorry. Love you too. That's what I meant. Adam,
1: um, get, Adam and me get around each other, and I wreck myself just because but, I don't want to touch Adam. So. Yeah,
0: it, it's there's been a lot of improvement from a lot of people in in TNT. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's it's been great. It's been nice to see.
2: All right. Yeah, definitely. So next week we're moving on the Concord, another short track. uh oh.
1: Wait, I want to touch on something real quick. Uh, before we go into that, because we're, we're still talking AOLL, we had uh, a shakeup in uh, the admin, and we got Brandon Bernhardt. And now has taken that duty over as an admin. Grace last night
0: was fixed. It's fixed. <laughs> <laughs> the new admin wins at his first yeah, night. Yeah, as an admin. yeah it's, Damn. That's exactly fixed. what I was thinking. That yeah. <laughs> I'm filing a protest, Johnny and Ed race was fixed you guys gave it to him, they
1: gave him the entire <laughs> yeah entire cheat.
0: yeah they, they gave him grip.exe damn it
1: so yeah so we want to uh welcome him to the admins and uh hopefully he's
2: been he racing can, with uh, us for well over a good job. year now man yeah. and he's uh yeah he seems level-headed uh he's a good guy uh i always love racing around him uh we've We've was uh, I think a race with them now in IVRL TNT or not TNT the Sportsman <laughs> Series. And said it was part, <laughs> part of the, of the deal. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. But, uh, <laughs> so Blake's not gonna win on Sundays anymore then. Nope.
2: That's what. So
0: so Blake's winning on Sundays. They took the tire cheat away from Blake. Now it's gonna have to be on skill. Now Blake's only gonna win by seven seconds instead of thirty-seven seconds.
2: Gotcha but uh no, brendan's a good guy uh you know we've had him him, where has
0: he come from what do you mean i I didn't think he was that fast in the last season of tnt and all of a sudden he's just turned it on
2: me and him have the same exact uh luck when it comes to other tracks uh where we're really kind of feel like we're good at we've always kind of uh found that bad luck and uh But yeah, Brandon's been really good. I mean, if you watch him, he's very consistent the way he drives. Uh, He's really good. Maybe it was just because last season it was all about Tim and how he was in the battle
0: because he was so patient and that's how he won most of his races was being patient and won the championship by just being patient. Maybe that was it. But I I didn't think Brandon was that fast last year. Um, It's just that so far, not last year, but last season. But all of a sudden, I mean, this season, hell, he just... You know, he, he went out there last night and he whipped everybody's ass.
2: I mean, everybody also has that particular car that, you know, they're just a little bit better at than others. I mean, a lot of people who, you know, they, they prefer the Arca car over the truck or the Cup Series. I mean, uh, there's certain handling characteristics of uh, certain cars that people like and or it works in their favor. Oh, well, that might be why. That might be why. Brandon then, wasn't into last season.
0: Maybe I should wake
2: up and pay attention. Oh, yeah. Brandon hasn't been in that. He's been. That's. Maybe, maybe I should wake up. Uh, and yeah,
1: out. I was like thinking, Brandon. I remember Brandon. If he ran TNT, it
2: was like a whole. It was about a year ago I mean, when you Yeah, like it it was was yeah. Like well over a year ago, when I, when I yeah. was when my calling okay. was even shittier than it is now. Maybe maybe I it's should just. When I had pay to, come to come rescue you.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, no, I just I, I love seeing how fast he is. It's nice to see guys, you know, come in and, and be, you know, challenging. The front runners, so to speak, of TNT to to what they have. It's
2: it's really nice. So is uh he is he part of? The, I mean, he's the only sees C- or Endeavor Racing team now. Uh, um, both Sean and no, John uh, Gordon's there. John, John's, oh yeah, John's John, there. John, John, uh, man, uh, Blake's no, he's not there no, anymore. No, no Sean yeah. Com- Com- comedy is there, nope, still there. He's gone. Is
0: Pasta Man Pasta Man doesn't race on no, Thursdays they, anymore.
2: They quit. They stopped racing. They, on Thursdays race. or yes. AOLL completely? No, they stopped Thursdays. They still race okay. Wednesdays and Sundays.
1: So we have John Gordon and Brandon Bernhardt running on Thursdays. Yep. So,
0: I feel I feel like that was kind of a waste then. For I mean, you know, all power to you. Yeah, I know Pasta has the new baby and all that. But like Sean had a shot at the
2: overall championship. I, I think they just kind of wanted to move on from the beginner league and kind of make their statement later in the other ones and kind of devote more time to the getting used to what they're know going to be more competitive in 2022 with
0: well that makes sense i mean i know that i've put a lot of practice into the packages of the 2022 cars already and the xfinity cars for monday night i've been focusing more on that than i have been on arca for thursday so i get it oh, it's said, a lot of time to, to put together
2: carl said maybe not maybe uh pasta man might uh he he might not be dropping i don't know uh we'll figure it out and we'll see if next thursday thursday at concord if he shows up or not
0: so where is
1: Carl, by the way? What is Carl doing tonight? What are you doing on your Carl
2: Carl's still uh he's out there working these uh fuel bugs out there, uh mm-hmm. for for our all star race because it's a way different aspect of what we're doing, uh the way we're doing Monday night. So we'll get to that whenever we talk to uh Alan in the last segment.
1: Okay. So uh Sportsman happened this week. Um I did not participate. I don't think I did. No, I didn't neither did
2: I. I wasn't
0: yeah.
1: there, so Adam, I heard the some only things, one
0: there. but I wasn't there to see it personally. Yeah, so what happened? I yeah, I, 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 I wasn't too. involved, and I don't think Adam was either. So I think um, I had a conversation with some people last night. I think we're going to kind of leave that one alone because that one's being handled differently. Uh,
2: I, okay. I'm I must have missed it, or I'm thinking I'm drawing a blank of what happened at Phoenix. I i had I don't like phoenix and i had a good race at it so
0: <laughs> adam i'll just say um leader was involved in something does God. that ring a bell now no not really but uh it's cool okay.
1: was that no was are you was that wednesday the night, was on Sunday that, night. Was,
2: that was wednesday night wednesday night we were at phoenix
1: okay so, so I was not there, so I don't. Yeah. I don't really know. I,
0: I wasn't involved in it, so I'm not really going to comment on it because that one's being handled differently. Um,
1: that wasn't the one that Johnny had to get in with the uh, the other admins and look at, was it?
0: It might have been. I don't know. I know that I'm not going to comment too much on it just because I I spoke with a couple of the admins about it last night, and they're handling it in a specific way. So, okay, I'm going to yeah. leave that one well. While- you know by itself we're just, we're
1: just gonna leave that turd right there and just
2: so yeah justin justin won on Wednesday though how was the track on Wednesday so for me um I found out like la- like 90% of the way through that people were downshifting and <laughs> going down to third gear at some point you didn't know that no you didn't bro. know that, no. <laughs> that a huge downshifting track I made I made, yeah, I made everything on my own merit on fourth gear all the way around the track I, I no know, wonder you didn't win. Oh, there, Phoenix is me. will never be at a winner's circle unless everybody else wrecks out. <laughs> There's no way you're never going to see me in the the finish line or in the victory lane at Phoenix, uh, just like New Hampshire. That's one of those tracks that it just, uh, I go out there and I'm just a field feeler. And, uh, I actually, I mean, I ran pretty good on Wednesday night. I, I think I was staying in the top 10 mostly all night outside of my, uh, my retarded uh pit strategy that I, I pulled for myself i i was thinking we were 10 laps ha- ahead of where we were at and i was like oh i'm gonna come in and uh, top off and then you know i might be able to squeak in on pit strategy and then uh i was like well i was 10 laps too soon on that one so it just put me to the back there and i'm just gonna race back here but i, I well kinda... the winner didn't shift yeah
0: where did you finish
2: I can't even think of off the top of my head. I think, it's, I think I started seventh and finished sixth, so I'll call that a win for me. Hey, that's a Fe- net plus at, one, at, so that's a hell of that's, a job. That's at Phoenix. I, like I said, I, me and Phoenix don't work. Uh, I know, was it last year at Phoenix? I was, I was getting lapped, uh, and there was nothing wrong with my car. There was no damage. I was just getting lapped. So yeah, uh, I, we all had that track. Uh,
0: it's, everybody has one of those tracks.
2: ISM is a.
0: Uh, it holds a special hey, it's, place it's in my longer heart ISM, like,
2: we're back to phoenix oh are we yeah if they, that
0: lasted a whole year
2: yeah they, they dropped the ism
0: they, they invested so much money in that place yeah they, and I, they
2: dropped it in a year i think they got two years out of it i think they got two full years out of what it. the
0: hell happened there oh, there's got to be a great that's, story that's gotta be, uh,
2: it, it's got to be uh, something something like what what was that solar DC. Solar. Oh, DC Solar. Yep. Yeah,
0: when they they, <laughs> they like did, sponsored they had, Kyle yeah. Larson, and then the next day they vanished, or like Rich Energy in Formula One, they didn't oh. exist.
2: Well, they were. I think there was like embezzlement in DC Solar. Yeah,
0: yeah. No, it was millions and millions and millions of dollars that the CEO. Would do. He's in jail for thirty years now. The guy who was running DC Solar. He's a yeah. He was a prick. Pardon my French, but he was a bastard.
1: So you, you've been so, all over those cuss words tonight. Oh,
0: so, I mean, he's a he's a bad. Now. He's a bad person, dude. He's an awful human being.
1: Bad he, man. He,
0: he owes Chip Ganassi Racing somewhere... Well, I guess now it's Trackhouse, but he owes Trackhouse somewhere around $35 million that they're just never going to see. Oh, no. So uh.
2: it's,
0: they, he missed... I think he missed like four or five payments, and he had promised CGR he was going to pay them the day after he got arrested. And... Chip Ganassi was like, oh, I'm glad I wasn't waiting on that money.
2: Yeah. All right. So I'm going to throw it out there to question the Justin, if he's still listening. So what, what is the key to Phoenix? Like I've never once figured out the key to running Phoenix. Cause I mean, there's three completely different corners. Um, me, I, I try to break around the second cone and then kind of move down on the front straightaway and try to hit that bottom line as quickly as possible and uh you know i see other people not doing that some people were trying to run the low to middle groove you know it, for me I, I didn't want to give up that bottom lane th- and then sometimes my momentum would just stop and that's uh, was killer uh, i must didn't <laughs> destroy my buddy ryan uh uh cliver he was there and uh we were battling with like two to go and he was all over my back bumper i could he would win going into turn one, but I had the bottom lane, and he couldn't do anything with it and just lost all his momentum, and I, I could beat him on the next two corners.
1: Is yeah. he coming back to yeah, tell you said, what, how he did it? So
2: he just wrote. Uh, so Justin says uh, that he does rear brake on the entry uh, to get the truck to rotate in and then just playing around with throttle. Man, that's, I guess uh, you're better than me. So uh, I feel
0: like Justin is one of those guys who – when he jumps in the truck, he takes the brake bias and he brings it about seven percent backwards. Because I heard through the grapevine from somebody in Steel Horse Racing, that there's two opposite ways of like driving cars in that in that organization. That one driver likes his brake bias super forward, and the other one likes his brake bias super backward. Yeah,
2: and I, I think like I think I dropped mine to like uh, around. Fifty-seven, fifty-eight 58 uh for it and it was able to help me with the uh turn in on during the braking and going to turn one so my car could rotate a lot better i didn't i didn't push it further than that though because i didn't want to have that where the rear end decided to want to take over and kind of pass me going in turn one
0: why well, you didn't want to pull a uh like a danica patrick could just do a 360 for no reason in the middle of the corner
2: yeah uh, I did that on uh what was it, Bristol dirt. I did that down the back straightaway. I spun, did a 360 tapped the inside wall and kept going but the caution flew so
0: Sorry, let me let me adjust my terrible <laughs> racing. It's been 21 days
2: of awful racing. Oh. Yes, uh oh, I hate that track. I I, I love I, I love that track. I love Bristol. Talk dirt.
0: about ruining a very good racetrack. They
2: didn't ruin it. They just did something different one time. It was a one-off race or races. So I mean,
0: it's it, they're gonna break I
2: let me re, let me rephrase that because I shouldn't just
0: shit on it. Because it's not that I hate the track. I like the idea. I will just never drive that track again in any car Man, in my you- life.
2: Did you see the actual dirt cars out there on the Bristol? Oh, dirt? They were laying dude. lap down like nine second lap times around Bristol or something like that. it was something crazy. That's where insane. yeah, killing see, what the Cup was doing.
0: Justin, I don't think the reconfigure ruined Bristol. I think what ruined Bristol is new asphalt. I think that's they, what ruins all these tracks. They, if you give it ten years, uh, Bristol will be better. The thing I, is, is that like, but new asphalt is terrible. Like Atlanta it is, Motor they, Speedway, they mess with they, the.
1: The track they mess
0: when they redo, when they do redo Atlanta, it shouldn't really change how it drives, it really shouldn't. It's going to be the same layout, you're just going to add three degrees of banking to the center of the corner.
2: No, it's all you're at, it's going to change because the the dramatically is the Atlanta is known eating your tires eating your tires makes you slower and sloppier and slippier. with the new new pavement you're not going to have that eating as quickly yes it's still going to eat your tires but it's not going to eat it as quickly
0: SMI said they have they're going to try something they've been working on for the last three or four years that's going to rapidly age the asphalt to a five-year-old asphalt within its first year But it's not going to make it so you have to repave it every 20 years because the asphalt isn't – every 10 years because the asphalt isn't actually five years old. It'll be brand new, but it'll race like it's at least five years old. So if they can get that right, I don't think the racing in Atlanta is going to change that much because –
2: i tell you about Bristol, the, when they ruined, it was like late 2009, 10. Cause I went to the race in 2011 and it was the progressive banking there sucked heavily. Like these people were able to pass on both bottom or top. There was no sliding up. There was no sliding down. They were like, oh man, you're a little bit faster. Take the bottom line. All right, cool. Have a great day. That was the most boring Bristol race I ever been to. But then they reconfigured the reconfiguration and it's decently better it's not the old Bristol that we all know and love of the Thunderdome, but it's it got back closer to it than when I saw it. Cause it was I got a most, great idea. It was the most horrible race ever. Got
0: a great idea. Rip that bitch up. Put concrete down. Change the entire track.
2: There was a. It was a hundred percent different from the week I went to uh, Bristol. Zero cautions whatsoever. At least for Rex, I think there was a debris caution, but there was zero. Wrecks the whole entire night at Bristol. No beating, no banging, nothing.
0: Well, that's it, also part of the cars, though. That's the problem with these cars. And I've said it before, and I'll say it the Cars are they're too easy to drive. It, when was the last time? Think about it, right? If you go back to the mid 2000s yeah, I was
2: about to tell you my story about two weeks later at Richmond where I saw about 15 wrecks. It was nice. But <laughs> you know, were they
0: they weren't the people overdriving the car, they were people getting into each other racing. When was the last time in qualifying you saw somebody on a single car run lose it and destroy his car? I'll
2: That's wait. The last time you've seen si- single car was... qualifying.
0: <laughs> okay. But pre pandemic, when was the last time you saw somebody just lose their car in qualifying and destroy it? I'll wait. Uh, it was,
1: wait a minute. I know who it is. Oh, God. What was his name? Totally destroyed that car, too.
2: Bobby Labani 97.
1: No, no, it wasn't Bobby Labonte. Was, he, uh, God. It's right
2: Michael there. McDowell.
1: Michael McDowell. This, I was, it's like right there. In you the tip know what that leg. was? That was
0: 2012. No, 2009. Yes. It, it's, it, it's been a while back. It's been about 11 years since you saw well, somebody actually destroy their car in qualifying. Well, I'm not are, saying well, I want drivers to go out there and just destroy equipment. That's not what I'm saying. Well, they get but a I want. to do I a did.
2: whole bunch of different times though you have to understand that they have like three or four one hour sessions that they go out and they trim it to get yeah, it to but perfection I want, but even
0: in that day even when they did that in the 90s guys like jeff gordon would go out there and qualifying one of the best drivers in the world and once in a while you back into the wall and you go into your backup car because you just got loose you overdrove the car because you're pushing for everything you don't do that in these cars they're too easy to drive I mean, i'm not a actual nascar driver but Actual NASCAR drivers have said this that these things are too easy. Well, now, I don't, yeah, I mean I don't that's go out there and destroy million dollar pieces of equipment. That's not what I'm saying. I just want them to have to drive them.
1: Well, it's it's obvious that those cars are easy to drive because we saw that when they ended up on iRacing trying to drive these cars,
0: they couldn't drive them because they were too hard to drive. So they need to do something. It starts with the package. If you fix the package and you make the car hard to drive, they'll bitch and complain. <laughs> they'll they'll bitch and they'll complain, but guess what? The
2: fans will get an actual show. And you know one who one person that was an advocate for that, Carl Edwards. Oh, Edwards and and Cal or Cal uh, Bush. Yeah, like Carl Edwards was like, "Hey, let's rip everything off. I want to drive this car." I want the car to drive itself. I want to go out there. I want to be loose. I want to be driving the car.
0: (laughs) You know how you fix it with these cars right now, especially with the next generation car because of all the downforce and how stupid easy that thing's going to be to drive? Take the damn spoiler off the car. Take the spoiler off the car. The back wheels aren't going to be pushed into the ground. All of a sudden, you're going to have to drive your race car. When was the last time you drove down the street, saw a Toyota Camry with an 11-inch spoiler?
2: I got a pretty damn big spoiler on the back of my Dodge Charger. You're in a Charger. <laughs> Dodge isn't in NASCAR. They Doesn't be. matter. Dodge they're should be in NASCAR. I'll tell you man, what. They should be in NASCAR. But what was they the last time you NASCAR. saw a Toyota
0: Camry without with an 11 inch spoiler? Or, sorry, a six inch spoiler with a five inch piece of plastic on top of it?
1: Uh, that, actually, I can tell you that because during we have a little. Okay, car not in week Daytona week.
0: Beach. <laughs> in
2: Daytona, we always have that.
0: I, I don't Daytona <laughs> Beach. They're all on crap. I, I don't actually want to
2: There's they show in this movie called Cars. They have one that was like do 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 do
1: do
0: Yeah, exactly. That was back when Speedy McQueen. <laughs> but think think about it though. Like take the take the splitter off the car. It'll drive completely different. We disturb the air too much to make it too easy. Gotcha. It really is too easy to drive the cars. But let's get back on let's get back on topic. All right, we're so, off on a tangent and so, so far in
2: left field. Next week, you, you always always
1: getting tangents. You start talking NASCAR, you go off on your own little
0: thing. Right, so yeah,
2: we we we're, we need to get back on schedule here. Next week, we are going to be at New Shamirna, New Shamirna, Shamirna. Randy's my home, home track. track. Yes, my home track. We're going to be there next week. Who who do you think is going to be able to dominate or win in the trucks? In the trucks, they're something you
0: have to drive. I don't yep. want to go back on it. That. That's something you have to drive as the trucks. Those are those take talent.
2: Yes. It's, um, it's going to be fun and, and kind of uh, annoying at the same time.
0: Like, I want to say Blake, but I feel like Blake isn't... Blake is fast at everything he gets in. He's won, the, I think, the last two races we've had there. I just... I don't know. I feel like Blake is great in the cup cars, but I feel like Justin has a small edge in the trucks. I feel like they, they fit his driving style better. So I'm going to go with Justin.
2: Let's see. I'm trying to look and see. How many times have we been a new Smyrna? Like in twice. There? Nothing this year. And so let me try to back up a season.
0: Has Justin Anderson ever been a guest on our podcast?
2: Yes. one, of first, one Yeah,
0: we had him. He was, he was a lot of fun. We need to bring him back on here. I'd like to pick his brain about his just general driving style one day.
1: Well, he gets in there and he gets on the wrong side of the thing and he drives down the street and he goes next to your mailbox he sticks the things in and then gets out and says, Have a nice day, Miss Walters.
2: (laughs) Yep, so Blake won last year for the New Smyrna. Marshall was in second. Dan was in third. Dan Dan Shirley, that is. Dan Witt was in fourth. Marshall.
0: Yeah, that's how long it was. Dan Witt? Where is Dan? Didn't Dan break both of his arms?
1: No. Then, well, yeah, he did break one of his arms, yes.
2: But then also, it was like he needed a break from it. And then uh, Marshall, I talked, to, I reached out to him. And, you know, we've uh, he's my teammate, and we, you know, it's kind of been his nickname in our group chat called Mister Mia. So, uh, you know, I reached out to him last week, and I was like, "Hey, man, where are you at?" And he's like, "Yeah, you know, he's like I had to give it up for a little bit. I got you know, there's uh, other things going on, but he's trying to come back soon." So, I'm like, "All right, man, we'll give you the boot if not." <laughs> I mean, I understand that. I did that, that last yeah. year.
0: I took like a half year off and came back this year. It's it can get stressful at times. This is just like real racing. Sometimes you
1: you, especially with you, because the way your your type A personality is.
2: I just care
1: so much. You're so. type A.
2: I think I think yeah. I'm gonna go with the Dan Shirley. Dan Shirley has been he's been on fire this year, and uh, hmm. I I think. After a few of his little mishaps that he had earlier in the season, I think he's ready to go back, and New Smyrna's a good track for him. He's so talented.
0: He, the things that he can do with a car sometimes just shock me. What the about things you? him, Blake, and Justin can do.
2: Yeah. What about exactly. you, Randy? Who do you think?
1: I'm going with the uh, guy bringing the mail. Bring I'm going with mail. Justin. <laughs> yeah, Bringing the mail.
2: All right. All right, let's move up to the Cup Series. We have our guest in tonight. He's Woo! in the waiting lounge for Yay,
0: us. Yay! Somebody besides us. Yeah, right, ready? God. You ready to give a round of applause when you pull him in? I'm ready. Ready? Yeah, I, you know my I machine's not working. I was. I would do that. I'm the only one that it picked up, but it sounds like I'm doing some things over here. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the only one it picked up,
2: but it's just no it didn't i I do i I do have my mic settings down i got my mic settings down let's see no you probably heard mine it's cool it it only picked me up i'm the only one who went green (laughs) so brian uh welcome to the podcast here man i see you got your web hey hey
1: we have a camera good awesome
2: brian i I swear that that was uh that was round of applause not what you think it
4: was (laughs) thanks for having me guys so hey so, uh,
2: go ahead and introduce yourself uh tell us a little bit about yourself uh where you the, live all the good stuff
4: real world experience
2: in racing if you have any like um, what inspired you to join i racing
4: Well I uh, I guess I'll go start with the racing part of it I uh I started sim racing in uh about 2006 2007 under the NASCAR 2005 disc um, and uh got in with uh League called um, SASCAR. That's where I met uh, my buddy Steve Gottschalk, and um, I raced there for a couple of years. And of course, that died. And uh, that's about the time iRacing picked up, of course. So I was one of the people that got invited to beta test with iRacing before it went out public. And um, I did that for a while. And then my computer got to the point where it couldn't keep up with the graphics anymore. And I was with two young boys in the house. So I couldn't justify spending a thousand bucks on a new toy at that time. So I was out of it for about 12 years, but I kept in touch with Steve and and uh, got you know, myself in a position now where I could get back into it. So after about 12 years of being out of it, came back in April and got back in. That's how I got got to AOLL. And yeah, Steve, of course, he introduced me to Johnny and. And then eventually uh, got in the craft, the Truck Series. And um, and then Steve introduced me to the Steel Horse Racing Group and got in with that channel. Did you say you beta tested iRacing? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Joe helped program it. so long ago. Well, that doesn't surprise me.
0: Joe Dinsmore is like, <laughs> he's the youngest looking 90-year-old I've ever met. The guy's been around forever and does everything.
1: I, I know. I was looking at that picture of him with uh, Johnny that Johnny had posted. And I said, I remember that guy. And he he pretty much like, still looks kind
0: of the same way.
1: I he's still feel like, like you know Joe
0: is like ninety, but for some reason it's like he's just all the things that
2: he's done. He still looks like he's did twenty two. Yeah. Did you guys he's know that he belief. shared the birthday with one legend named Ricky Bobby?
4: Shake and bake, baby. <laughs> Today's his birthday, right?
2: Yes, yeah. it is. Uh, Joe Densmore shares the same birthday as good old Ricky Bobby.
1: That's funny. <laughs> Happy birthday, Joe. By the way.
0: Yeah. So is he, what else are younger I mean... or older than Ricky Bobby? Because Ricky Bobby turned fifty-eight today. Do you believe no. that?
1: That makes me feel old.
2: But uh... it's
0: like, when... you are old. I mean, you're in your forties, so I'm about, to, I'm about to turn twenty-five. You <laughs> jackass! Listen, the only thing I have left to enjoy in life is lower insurance rates. After that, the only thing I have to look forward to is death. Nope, your AARP card. <laughs> okay. So I have lower insurance than AARP than death. So gotcha.
1: the, John, Discounts discounts the movie theater for popcorn and drinks.
2: You wouldn't know about that. John Gordon said uh Joe was 30 plus a bit. <laughs> plus
0: a bit. <laughs> plus a bit. <laughs> What's 30 plus 20? Can someone <laughs> do that math really quick? But uh no, I, I, he, I, okay, honestly, Brian, I, I thought he was like 32. <laughs> thank you i appreciate it. Not you. I, you I thought you were 60
1: no you did not it's full of crap. <laughs> so um
0: uh,
1: brian so all right so tell us all right so that's how you you did the papyrus thing actually i, I racing papyrus was am i correct
4: correct Yep. Yeah.
1: okay so you did that that's how you did your eyes your eye uh your racing thing so Tell us about yourself during the day. What do you do for a living? All that fun stuff. What's the real Brian do?
4: Yeah, so I'm actually a golf course superintendent. Uh, I manage the maintenance for two golf courses in Northern Virginia. And uh, that's my full-time job. And I...
1: I know that job very well.
4: Do you really? That's cool. Uh, My dad owned two
1: golf courses. So, yes, I do know that Oh,
0: awesome. The only Uh, thing I know about golf course is how to... Plug and cut a hole. That's it's, the only thing I know. I, I tell
1: that's you, is, to learn. Break your ribs doing that. I tell you that. My, my whole
2: experience with golf courses is sitting in a, a communications truck while the president goes out and plays golf for numerous hours. That's the I only that. thing, and that's the reason why I'm him. He said Northern Virginia. I might have probably at one point or another visited your golf course and sat in a truck out in some parking lot for oh. hours on end for no reason. Yeah.
4: So, what golf I've, course
2: is it?
4: So, it's uh, I have two golf courses I oversee. Uh, Algonquian Golf Course, which is um, on the Potomac River. Uh, it's uh, actually uh, our neighbors is Donald Trump's golf course now. Oh, uh, I'm sorry. Trump National in D.C. And then my other golf course is right near Dulles Airport, Brambleton Golf Course, and that's in Ashburn.
1: Did you so. get to go to those? Either one of those, or uh,
2: Adam. I don't know. I hop in a vehicle and then I just ride and, uh, I show up and I just sit there. And then we have to try to figure out, Hey, where is the place to get food at this golf course? Uh, Obama loved to go to, uh, uh Andrews or the, uh, Fort Belvoir golf courses. He loved those, uh, a lot, but he would experiment out. And there was some that would go 45 minutes north of DC area. I mean, we were like, oh crap, we're in for the long roll haul today.
1: <laughs> hey, Adam, let me ask you something real quick. Who played more golf, Trump or
2: Obama? Obama. Thank every, you. Every single every single weekend, I sat in a vehicle uh, for hours on end on both Saturday and Sunday.
0: Well, I mean, when you work your ass off Monday to Friday, you deserve a vacation. When you sit there and tweet Monday to Friday, you don't deserve a vacation
2: on I don't, the weekend. I, I, don't, I don't know. I, I'm just saying that. I, I, I've been there. I've, I've seen the things that happened, and uh, Obama played more <laughs> golf
1: okay that's all that was my question that's all i wanted to know who played more golf
3: so
2: all right
1: let's drop that one uh, right uh, so you do done. that for a living so
4: you got kids you're wa- married yeah. yeah so i'm married um and i have uh two boys both in college now one it's uh at university of virginia and the other one's at texas a&m oh, uh, on, so yeah. um yeah. So we're, we're, we're uh, about another four or five weeks from now. We'll, or at least we're hoping to be empty nesters. I uh,
1: hey, I'm, I'm there, dude. Mine just moved out and moved to Disney because she works over there. And, uh, it is strange. I will tell you that for, for, for a few, uh, like the week before and the week as when they're gone, Right, your mind starts doing crazy stuff, and you start waking them up, waking up in the middle of the night, going, "Oh my God, I can't believe they're leaving!" And then after that, it's like, "Oh my God, I can't believe they're gone." You know, yeah. so it, you're going to experience that. But you know, I can tell you one thing: me, me and the wife have kind of enjoyed it quite a bit. You know,
0: so yeah, we. You know um, what I was told by my parents, "Get the it's hell so- out!" No. Don't come back. If you wanna <laughs> if you want to enjoy it, don't have them. That's what my parents told me. That's like, wow, you had me. What does that say? They, You're the reason we think like that. Because they had one swimmer that was you. <laughs> well, I'm the last of three children. There's a reason I'm the last. <laughs> oh. Couldn't take any more. <laughs> so, the minute I came out, my mother was like,
2: That's it. So uh, holy crap, uh, no more. Let's get back. Uh, so Brian <laughs> and uh you came out of nowhere and made a name for yourself, man. I like I you came in. And I was like, all right, well, we got this new guy on the track here. I don't know who he is. Uh, he's out here with a um, what's a Maryland Terrapins uh, on vehicles. And I'm like, all right, well, let's see what this guy can do. And the next thing you know, I was like, man, this dude can drive. I I I'm enjoy racing around with you, man. It's a pleasure. You're pretty clean. You're very fast. Uh, uh you put that Chick fil A car to. A, a, put it in some good moves, man. And I appreciate the way you drive out there.
4: Thanks. I appreciate that. That's, that's my, uh, you know, I'm very competitive, but at the same time, it's very important to me that I earn the respect of my competitors out there and that they, uh, see me as a clean driver because I, you know, last thing I want to do is hurt somebody's day out there. And, uh, it's more important for me to, to gain respect and, and, uh, have guys not be afraid to drive around me than it is for me to have the result right now so i i'm trying to find a balance between the two i appreciate that you saying that though but it's I, been man. great racing with you too so I'll, far i'll
1: try not to wreck you anymore man
4: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's like, uh, yeah, you have, now, now that i'm saying
1: hey i know i'm 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 just playing with it, but you know what i'm I'm glad we get to see it because there's some people that we see on on the uh um, you know the show here i, I kind of like uh, all right i got into that guy i don't feel so bad <laughs> But you, if I get into you, if I get into you, I mean, not talking about Nick or anything, but, um, I'm just kidding. (laughs) But, um, you, I'm I'm glad we got to see you, man. It's i I'll make a, definitely make a point to get out of your way and just go South for the winter. So
4: no, I I, I, like a good
1: humble guy.
4: uh, Well, I appreciate you saying that. I, I, I've enjoyed racing with you and, uh, it doesn't matter whether we're fighting for 10th or 20th out there. It's, it's a lot of fun.
0: Yeah. I just absolutely.
4: enjoy having another uh former ACC team on the track with me. It makes me feel a little bit better. <laughs> well, if you notice uh no offense to the Big 10 guys, but I held the Big 10 logo off my Terrapin's truck because I'm still uh not really happy about the fact they left the ACC. I'm a kind of an old school ACC fan still in my heart. Hey, well welcome you back. You're the only team we could ever beat. <laughs> We can't beat anybody
0: else in the ACC, so we'd be happy to have Maryland back. My, my oh, who's, UG, Florida, who's State? State, Florida State sucks. Yeah, well BC. listen, BC will beat Florida State once every ten years, and then they'll lose, and then they'll get their asses kicked, and then they'll really get their asses kicked, and then they'll finally win, and then it just repeats. Just how it goes. I mean if you who's, reminds- who's
4: we when you say we. Huh? Like, who's we when you say oh, we? Uh the BC Eagles.
0: Okay, I'm a huge okay. Eagles fan. I've been an Eagles fan. My, my dad is a uh, Florida state fan. And okay. I always had to Why? be the opposite. I don't know. I always had to be the opposite of my dad though. So I picked the moment yeah, you know, because I wanted yeah.
2: to I, I live it's in like, North Carolina. Dumb. So I grew up there and there's just so many different colleges in North Carolina. You can kind of pull from like, which, which state, which part of the state do you want to be a repping. Do you want to middle? Do you want to do it? I mean, up in RDU, you got NC state, UNC, wake forest. Uh, I mean. Uh, you got Duke Devils there. I mean, there's so many different colleges all in just one little tiny melting pot right up there in RDU uh, that everybody pulls from. And It's just you know. I'm gonna guess you're a Duke fan. You look no. like a Duke fan. No, no, it's not. I'm a State fan. The the most terrible okay. for, the version. I mean, you got Wake Forest. Wake Forest is a little bit below than the NC State uh, for for all the sports, but uh, NC State only they're only decent at football. They suck at basketball and any other sport. Is oh, wait, it I forgot about Forest. Wake Forest. We can beat Wake Forest. Who's the Wolfpack? NC State.
1: Okay, I have to share a story with, with you real quick about, about your team. Oh boy. So we were, we were working a, a guitar show right there next to the stadium, in, in the fairgrounds there. And we're loading out and putting all the guitars back in the truck. And the football game's going on. We can hear everything's going on and all the people ah, cheering and everything. And the, and the announcer's like, Whoop back, loss of three yards. Whoop back, gain three yards. Whoop. <laughs> <laughs> the freaking coyote or whatever the hell the thing, it, it kept it. No matter what the pack did, the freaking thing would go off. So the whole way home from North Carolina to Florida, the guy I'm sitting with in the other side of the car is going, oh, <laughs> the radio's on. Oh.
0: <laughs> Come on did, you just, did you just call it a coyote? A I don't pack. know what it is. You said the name of the team is the wolf pack. What do you think it is? Maybe a wolf. A wolf? I don't know. Okay. Maybe so. All right. It's a wolf. I don't know what the hell it is. So, God, uh, I love the Florida accent. It's a wolf. Know,
2: uh, well, the biggest thing I've ever seen where people united around Wolfpack was I was in basic training in 02, and we were on the bus on a Saturday after some type of thing. They were busting us from one location to the next, and the uh, radio's on, and it's like, uh, Wolfpack just won its ninth uh, win of the season, oh. they're now nine and oh. And <laughs> my platoon or company at the time was the Wolfpacks, so we were all like, Woo! Oh. Go Wolfpack! I was like, you guys don't Ooh. know who the hell they are, but yeah, we'll tie it into our uh, company name here of the Wolfpacks. Oh. But uh,
4: oh my goodness, those, those college slogans and so- songs can get repetitive and annoying. Some of them, yes,
2: and yeah. They're,
4: thank they're God, ridiculous. ours is only ours is only a screaming eagle because that's not the
0: most annoying thing in the <laughs> history of the world.
2: And so, Lloyd, do you want to hear the most annoying thing in the world? <laughs> yeah. The uh, thing I can't
1: say is uh, I hear this. I'd rather uh, hear that.
0: Uh, I would uh, rather hear that That really? than a car every five seconds. <laughs> they get a first down. A car, A touchdown. And it's like a freaking flock of them come down. They play it like times ten. It's terrible. It's the worst thing in the world.
2: Uh, I think the Wolfpack thing is the worst. So, so one of our crewmates here, uh, they didn't put their name on the end of it. They probably didn't know they were commenting as Ghostfire Media said, Virginia Tech has the worst mascot sound. That's and Carl. What, uh, what even is that thing?
0: That's Carl.
4: <laughs> Brian, you know what it is? Brian, you have any idea what that is? What he's talking about? The Virginia Tech? Uh, yeah, well, they're the Hokies, of course, but I, don't, I have no idea what a Hokie is. <laughs>
1: I don't either. Is it, me, it like a look, lima bean or something?
4: Let me listen to it. I can say it. one thing. It's it's maybe the worst color combination, I think, yes. in college. It's awful. What Bergen is
1: it? Is, you know, I have. Okay, so I'm going to name drop. All right. Name drop. I okay, apologize it.
0: right now. <sighs> of course he is.
1: Our buddy, Pat Patterson, is a big hokey fan and has it on the back of his pickup truck and the back of his golf cart and and it, the the bus everything all has pokies on it so he's he's one of those guys you know he's got his hat when he's not wearing the uh nascar hat or mr not mrm by prn clap, cap it's you know he's got the uh virginia <laughs> tech thing on so,
2: I don't know so he's know. one of
1: those guys so i have to be careful
0: Carl and Pat Patterson are no longer friends.
2: Carl said it Carl sounds, said like, it a sounds drowning like a bridge. drowning
0: turkey. <laughs>
2: Ed said it does the hokey pokey.
0: Oh, my good Lord. It anyway, does? we're going to get back on track here because, Brian, we've wasted your entire time with us. Uh,
1: actually, Brian, we're we're actually trying to kill time because we have to go to ten o'clock. So we got you for about another half
2: no, hour. We still we still got another segment to go to. <laughs> oh, oh, another segment. Yeah.
0: We got,
1: we got racing. So uh, who do you like racing out there with, Bud? Who do I like who's, racing
4: with? Yeah. Who's your like? Who do you like racing with out there? Oh, I I've enjoyed racing with everybody. Um, uh, uh you know, I I adam i've had some good battles with him and you randy and nick i haven't raced as much with you but i've had some good side by side with you as well i think we met up at uh, atlanta this past week we're both in that race (laughs) we we got to make make it so you get uh, you 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 beat us in the uh, daytona race a couple weeks ago didn't you i i I was uh, up front for a little while on that one uh what in the trucks yeah i remember oh yeah talladega yep Italic. I am sorry. I
0: had, uh, that, that was by far the, the best race I've ever had in this league. I mean, I just did everything right, but I, just, you guys, I just love racing against everybody. Yeah. It
4: was it's a awesome. fun race. Actually. That was a fun race. Hey,
2: I, I'm glad we're but, able to get you on here. And I mean, like, or like Randy said, it's good to see a face to a name. You're pretty quiet on the radio, so you're not one of the louder talkers or the funny talkers on the radio. Like I, I always kill Ed. That's my goal every week and practice is to destroy Ed and I, I do it pretty often and very well. And uh, so we're kind of more of the jokers on the uh, radios before the race. Not during I'm just race, the I'm aggravated happy. one.
4: <laughs> I, I, when I'm driving, when I'm driving, I'm usually uh, white knuckling it too much to, to, to think about chat. But, you know, that's thing kind of coming back, you know, being away from it for quite some time is my head spinning out there. Sometimes you got the team chat going, you got the the main chat going, and I'm trying to listen to crew chief and you know this and that and the other. And I'm just like, Oh my gosh, so yeah. if anybody ever says anything to me and I don't respond, it's don't take it personal. I just oh, didn't that, hear it, I or hear. I didn't, you know, or, or I barely, um, I, I don't want to be you know looking for the chat. I'm still trying to figure out where my chat button is half the time, so I don't want to wreck it while I'm trying to get that thing. So uh, I'm not as that's part of the reason why I'm not as talkative out there.
1: So, what kind of system do you have? Like, what do you? was a guy that's been running since 2006 and coming back into it. what did you get you know to come back
4: so uh, I, I i got a uh a new um alienware pc uh steve Gotchalk woo. was the one that really helped me out with you know i was like steve what what's what are people using out there right now and he was walking me through a lot of the um uh, you know, just the specs of the computer that I should be looking for. And I was emailing him back and forth. Hey, what, how does this one look? How does that look? And should I spend the extra money for this or that? And so I wound up getting alienware and then, um, and that's been really nice, uh, just single monitor. So I don't have, you know, the s- side views and things like that just yet. But, uh, then I started out with the uh, G29, uh, and so, I've already replaced the G29 pedals with the uh Fanatec V3 pedals. So, that agree. was about a week and a half ago. So, I'm starting to get used to those now to push the pedal a lot is, harder on yeah. that one now than that's, I did on the other a one. Way
2: different feeling for it. but I mean, it, it takes time to get used to it. But uh, in the long run, it's way better.
0: Definitely so Brian, the, brake, the brakes are definitely different. When you had the G29 pedal, do you ever lose your brake pedal in the middle of a race?
4: Well, it, it, the thing was only three months old, so if I lost the brake pedal already, I wouldn't have it to be you able to give a good review of it. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, uh, I didn't. I didn't yeah. lose any brake pedals. Yeah, I lost my
0: brake pedal last night twice. It wasn't fun.
4: He's blaming G29. his brake
1: pedal. Yeah, yeah he's got a twenty nine. he broke. He's saying brain. that he lost his brake pedal right, right when he's behind me. Oh you know, uh, well, is, I, uh, yeah,
0: yeah.
4: I didn't. Like I,
0: you.
1: I know. I'm the just reasons kidding.
4: I one of the reasons I bought the V three was not just I wasn't super disappointed with the the G29 pedals it's just that I wanted to make sure I had a backup if something else ever so if if the V you know V3 ever needs anything then I could jump back to the G29 so, Well, they're uh,
0: de- they're decent equipment the g is a decent piece of equipment but I don't think it's uh it's definitely middle of the road sim quality stuff I mean I I thought when I bought it it was like high quality sim stuff and then I came in here and I found out that it's it's not even like mid grade compared to some of the things these guys have. You
2: can't spell oh, yeah. wrecking without Nick. <laughs>
1: it's like, well, I I mean, I, I have the uh,
2: that's if you spell it that way, but that's not how you
0: spell. You can't spell wrecking with Nick in order, you jerk Carl. I
1: have uh, the uh, Thrustmaster three three hundred RS, and I have the Fanatec pedals as well that the league got me, but, um, which I still thank those guys for all that. But, uh, I noticed that when I got my steering wheel, I thought, oh, I, I've got okay stuff and not realizing how okay it was because like, like Nick said, it's okay. But compared to like, you know, what these other guys have, this is crap, <laughs>
0: Yeah, I didn't know how much some of this stuff cost. Like, I I thought when I spent four hundred bucks, I was spending a decent amount of money. And then I went on Fanatec, and I was like, I Can spend a thousand dollars on just a wheelbase? Yeah, crazy. I had a TSW. I remember <laughs> back in the day, the I had a TSW, which cost me
1: back then was over five hundred dollars to get this wheel, and yeah. it wasn't even force feedback. I had a um, oh, what was a. Oh, uh, I hit uh, one of the first force feedback wheels made. I can't even remember what it started with A, I can't even remember what it was, but uh I had that and that thing was great and then it broke and I said, Well, I'm gonna get that TSW and that's gonna be even better. And I found out the TSW, since it wasn't force feedback, was harder to drive than anything force ba- feedback was. So th- these I mean they've come a long way, even for the cheap stuff compared to what they did back. Uh, when I start racing back in 95 or something like that, that's how long I've been racing. So, but yeah, it, but this, this stuff is considered crap compared to like what those guys are racing up there. Yeah.
0: I couldn't believe it. Like I talked to Blake one day, about he has for his forest set up and I was like, oh, okay, yep. I'm driving a bunch of junk. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I mean, Blake, I mean, if he hasn't upgraded, I know he runs the bottom of the mill for, uh, Fanatec. I mean he doesn't it's he doesn't. still
0: more expensive than oh, anything I have. It still is more
2: expensive, <laughs> but it's still no like nowhere like top of the line stuff. So you think that, you know, I mean, you also look at Timmy Hill. He's really great on I racing and he's riding even older wheels than you know, most people. I think he has a twenty
0: seven when
1: yeah, twenty five or twenty seven. Yeah, he, he
2: I know he
0: has. The, I know he has little buttons on the shifter, so I think it might he, be a
2: twenty. And he's always up here like this. He drives up top. He's he drives like this. It's weird. Like well, if you see, there's a,
0: a reason he's all right in the sim, but when he gets into a real car, he's all like bunched up and he's in the back because he drives like this, like a mouse.
2: But yeah, if you see him like on a sim, like when he's talking on his rig, he's like up here like this, and he's got his. I was like, I don't I don't understand how people drive like that. It's the weirdest thing in the world.
0: I can only imagine him in his car with his steering wheel all the way out and all the way up, like I'm okay. I can see. Yeah. Grandma. Yeah. Oh,
2: okay. So
0: it's Justin
1: Anderson in the damn uh you know the mail truck.
2: <laughs> so uh so were you there this past week at Atlanta? I missed the race. I was not there. So I I don't have much to comment off of this past week, but so we'll get your input there. If you were there. Me? Yes. Uh, Yes,
0: Yeah.
4: I was, uh, I was at Atlanta. I, I, um, actually, uh, had a, uh, do not qualify penalty from a week before, but, um, I came up, uh, it was a good race. Uh, we, we had about, I don't know, maybe four or five cautions. Unfortunately, a couple of those came late in the race, but I had, uh, worked my way up from 20th to third place. And, um, and I was, uh, I was actually feeling like I had a shot and, uh, I was about 14 laps to go and Blake and then Joe Dinsmore <laughs> and I were bumper to bumper basically going down. And we had a gap fourth place by about a second and a half and i was thinking it's it's down to us three yeah and um and i was doing particularly well on older tires so i was just kind of biding my time and i was feeling good about my situation and then the yellow came out and that was the killer because uh blake joe and i all decided to stay out and everybody behind us took tires
0: yeah sorry just couldn't
4: believe that (laughs) and that was i mean that was it i wound up seventh place but um so that kind of spoiled it uh, for, for all, well, I guess Blake wound up getting the win of course, but that kind of was a spoiler there. I, I just hate for that to happen. I knew I was, I was feeling good about myself right there.
0: I'm just going to sink down in my chair over here. Oh, that's team. right. It was you. Uh, Nick. I, I, <laughs> I
4: caution out. Oh my <laughs> god. Not,
0: Nick's not here anymore. Leave
4: a message after the beep. <laughs> beep. Oh, oh, right. I remember when the caution came out and I was like, you've, got to be kidding me <sighs> i might have become a talentless hack for five minutes and I, ran out of I, talent. I, feel,
2: I feel your pain on that when we were uh was a talladega in i think it was a tnt series or daytona one and i me and the ccr guys we timed it to the t we were out doing everything we had to do to control the race i mean we had eight of the top 10 spots locked down for our two teams uh we kind of there's a pit stop catastrophe we dropped down to like a four four car five car team there and uh we were doing really great and then with one to go or coming to like a one to go i think we were like a hundred feet from the finish line to get the white flag larry uh got hit by somebody and calls to to caution i mean literally we were a hundred feet from the finish line and i didn't have enough fuel for a green white checker so i had to come yeah, in so it's... i went from basically i think sitting in second waiting to make my run there uh to finishing 16th
4: <laughs> Oh, that's awful it terrible. wouldn't hurt my feelings if we never had a caution quite frankly i just love green flag racing and
2: the green long run. flag
4: pits and all that i love yeah i feel like anytime we go on a long run i feel like that falls into my my wheelhouse. And so I hate for these cautions to come out. Plus my Achilles heel has kind of been these restarts anyway, but, um, yeah, it's that, so, just painful when that happens. So what's your feelings about this weekend, in New Hampshire? I ran a few practice laps, um, the, on the, uh, server, the, uh, la I guess it was last night. Yeah. And I did okay. I mean, I was, I think I was about a 10th and a half off of the fastest lap, but, um, it, it's, it's an okay track for me. It's not one that I feel my best at. Uh, I feel like, again, though, I feel like if we can get, you know, green flag racing, I feel like I can be, you know, a solid top 10 guy. But, um, you know, the more restarts there are, the the harder it seems to be for me to hold in there. But uh, I prefer the miles and mile and a halfs and up. So, um new hampshire wouldn't be right up there at the top of the list for me yeah
2: i i, I feel you on that one and uh, randy is the opposite randy is he loves the short tracks he that's where he likes to race and i'm the i'm like you i like the mile and a half some larger uh can't yeah. wait to we we move back to getting away from these uh short tracks and road Did courses you
0: classify new hampshire as a short track
2: I, I, it's New I classified Hampshire, it as a piece of trash. Uh, New Hampshire's New Hampshire. That's that's what New, New Hampshire is classified as. <laughs> so, like,
0: it, I don't know. I said it the other night in the broadcast for the IVRL. I, I don't think I hate New Hampshire, so to say. I think I hate the package they bring to that track. Because I feel like if they brought pretty much no downforce and high horsepower, you'd actually get pretty decent racing. As in the mid two thousands and the early twenty tens, you got all right racing at a track that has a history of being a snorfest. Well, they also have a PJ
2: one and all that other stuff on
0: it. Too, ah, so make get, it work. That, get that shit
4: off the track. That that's right. not racing.
1: All right. Well, Brian was gonna say something, so let's hear what I what was Brian just is gonna it.
4: say in my experience with New Hampshire uh last night in the practice, just uh be aware off turn turn four because it's a handful, especially with fresh tires. I mean, it's 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 really slippery coming off four, much more so than two. But uh, I would predict a few self spins coming out of four come Sunday evening.
0: Brian, I have a question for you about New Hampshire. What are your thoughts on NASCAR taking the oval off the schedule and putting the road course with the south side of the oval on the schedule?
4: Well, I've historically run the NASCAR series tracks, so the um, roadies uh, have been one that I don't have as much experience on. So I always prefer the ovals to the roadies, but I I am getting a little bit better and more comfortable. You know, I I did okay at Coda, and I did okay in the trucks at Road America. So I'm getting better at those, but I'd say the only thing less than uh, less than uh, desirable for me than a short track is a is a road course still. yeah it's a... Still learning, still learning those, and maybe it'll help you know with getting used to the brakes and things like that. But um, just got to get more practice. You know, I just I didn't I didn't run that you know back back in the day two thousand five NASCAR two thousand five. It was only Watkins Glen and Sonoma, and yeah. that was it. And yeah, so, yeah you know, and they were the ninety nine percent ovals. Format. Yeah. yeah. So I didn't team. get, I just didn't get much practice on the road courses at all. So I'm, I'm like CODA and Road America and some of these others are they're, they're the first time I've ever gotten on those. It'll be the first time I get on, uh, Randy's home track here this coming week. New Smyrna. So. New Smyrna, New Smyrna,
1: not New, Smyrna. I, hope you new Smyrna. I hope you don't get in
4: the, I hope you don't get in the water. Cause I understand it's the shark capital, uh, attack capital of the world. Uh, yeah. That's New Smyrna I mean. is the
1: shark capital of the world. Yeah. Hey,
2: absolutely. Don't worry. They're too busy right now. Actually, next week, the shark week will be over. But this week, they're all busy being on camera. So they're not out attacking people. So next week, well, I mean, they'll be back listen, in the waters.
0: If you were a shark and you were on cocaine all the time, you would attack everybody too.
2: The Florida shark.
1: And, and th- that's true because, more. yeah, we do have a lot of, uh, coke wash up on the shores and, and, uh, pot too. So,
2: you know.
0: They'll have big chunks missing out of them too. I don't know what ate it, but it's it's not in the bag anymore.
2: So Brian, who do you think is going to win this week? Who's your pick for New Hampshire and cup series?
4: Oh, uh, well, I could throw a blanket over probably four guys, none of which are me, but um, you, you always have to think, you know, Blake is there and Justin's there and, but don't be surprised if Joe Dinsmore doesn't sneak in there and, and grab the win because he was, from where I recall, when we are in the trucks at New Hampshire, he was he was right there for that race. And then, of course, as you mentioned, I think, earlier in the podcast, uh, Daniel Shirley's been running really good at a lot of these shorter tracks, too. Um, so, if I had to go out on a limb and pick somebody, maybe I'd say Joe.
2: Yeah, so what about you, Nick?
4: Uh,
0: Joe is a solid pick. I just feel like he has no momentum. And I feel like to dethrone Blake, you have to have some momentum. Um but then again I'm gonna throw it. I think Justin's gonna sweep this week. I really think that Justin's gonna be really fast there and uh He's gonna bring home uh the win for uh the UP I almost said UPS uh for the USPS.
4: I wouldn't bet against it.
2: All right, what about
4: uh, Joe Joe's on uh Justin's undefeated by the way when he thinks he's not got any chance to win.
2: oh really oh yeah well just the other night so what about you randy
1: uh god um steve godstock steve
2: godstock it's always a good
1: good person he hasn't you know he just hasn't had that happen yet and i i he I just think he's due. It's one of those other guys, like Joe. Joe is due. There's no doubt about it. Joe's Joe's gonna win something. And he's and when he does win, a he's gonna win a lot.
0: I, guess but I mean, the, you're uh, due too, Randy. You've been due for 20 years, but you still haven't won.
2: He's he's he gonna win joke. last year in Bores.
0: It was a joke, Randy.
2: But uh, I I think I'm gonna go. <laughs> Nobody loves me. <laughs> I, think, I think I'm think i going to most likely I'm going to throw my hat at Blake. I mean, uh he loves the track. I think Joe loves this too. But uh, I mean, uh, Blake's got the track record of showing that uh, I think he loves it a little bit more.
0: Yeah, Blake's Rick good at flat tracks, too. Yeah. Blake's good at flat tracks, which is... It's kind of surprising with his driving style that he'd be good at those types of tracks, because I feel like he's one of those guys who likes like the high banks to really yeah. give him that extra speed. So.
2: Uh, he's good overall. I mean, he, he's really good at the throttle control. I mean, uh, you throw him in a road car, the man can do do his thing. I mean, so he's got throttle control all the way around, and that's what you need in New Hampshire for these flat tracks. So I think yep. uh, true. it kind of works in his wheelhouse. Yep, absolutely. But, uh, that's hey, very true. Hey, Brian, we love that you were able to make it. I know it's kind of the last minute today trying to get you onto it, but uh, we appreciate you coming in tonight and uh showing your face uh we love people coming on here with a webcam so we can we uh, ghostfire media but your competitors and your teammates and everybody can put a face to the name and uh, who they're racing against and uh you got to l- tell us a little bit about, about yourself and who you are and your background so everybody knows a little bit more about you so we appreciate it man
4: well yeah, thanks, thanks for having coming. me I, I'm, I'm glad to be here and anytime you guys want to talk to me again i'll be happy to come on appreciate awesome. all, all you guys do with the. Uh, Covering the races too. Appreciate that you guys are putting on a good deal for us. Sounds Thank good. you. Thanks, Brian. All right. We'll All right. See you All next time, man. You see All right. you on the Take track. Care. You too. See you.
0: See you, man. All right. I really liked him. Not a lot of people.
1: I, I did. Do. I did too. I really liked him. I was like, I didn't know what he was going to look like, yeah, him, but I, mean, I, yeah. I, I did
0: like him. I was like, hey, that guy, I like
1: this guy. He's very I quiet and he reserved.
0: Like, smile. Like I, I don't smile very. He made me smile. He's a very nice yeah. guy. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I he's agree. He's very
2: quiet and reserved on the radio and during the tracks, but, I mean, he's very—he's up there. He's competitive, and uh, he yeah. drives really good. So, you know, it's always a good pick to have him come here on the night and everybody get to see him. That's what yeah, I like absolutely. about
0: this place is people feel comfortable around us. We've we've built something where people feel comfortable, so they come on here and they open up. Yep. I think that's yep. this what we wanted to build when we started this, was a place where people feel safe enough to tell us about themselves.
2: Right. Yeah,
1: I, I, I think that's part of the whole thing. We really get to know these guys and, and instead of just seeing a car number and a sponsor, now we get to see who's actually driving that car from their house. And, you know, it it gives a lot of, you know, a lot of character. So it also, I think it, it helps people that are racing against these guys, maybe race them a little differently, getting to know them on
2: or here, positively so. or negatively <laughs> exactly <laughs> i get, I get exactly. wrecked
0: every week after i after i talk on this thing somehow every single week someone accidentally turns me i don't know why i just wonder just, why that is uh, you've, oh you've yeah. already said you're an asshole so uh. i mean i'm gonna guess next time i race tom stevens is gonna wreck me because i said something because i'm a jackass it's probably That's what's going to happen. It's usually how it happens. <laughs>
2: All right. So we're going to transition to our last segment of the night, which is uh, our newest uh, team here, uh, Fuel. Uh, they're coming on board. We're finally going to be – we've been talking about them for a couple of weeks now. We've introduced them a while back. Uh, but we're finally going to see them on track. We're going to get to see every – hopefully everyone of the competitors on the All-Star Race on Monday night. And tonight we're going to bring in our guest, Alan Elwood. Hi, uh, Alan, this is, uh, Adam, Nick and Randy. Welcome to the podcast.
1: Alan, you got a camera or no?
0: I
2: think he fell asleep waiting for Yeah. Us.
1: I, he's been in the waiting room forever. I, uh, <laughs> this is, you know, what it's like, it's like when you call into, uh, the Howard Stern show or, or one of those other ones and you're like, uh, yeah, you're number 65 in the waiting room. Okay.
2: Hey you go, Alan, we'll you we'll a second. so hey Alan he, uh, you just typed in and said say won't let you talk uh it, R- and, it, it, there you I go you just can you uh-huh. hear us now can you go ahead and try to talk maybe you gotta push the button maybe
1: hi I'm Alan from uh Wisconsin. Ah, hold on uh,
2: wait wait <laughs> Alan
3: try to talk now all right, can you hear me? Yeah. Yep. Gotcha.
0: Yay! We didn't have... Okay, eight eight balls, so so I,
3: I get pulled in the channel, and it says I don't have permission to talk, so I'm already, like, behind the eight ball, and then I have my voice activation set up, and it's like, you can't do that. So I had to set up a push-to-talk key, so sorry about that. Yeah.
0: You had the uh, wrong roles, too. Sorry about that. I fixed that. Oh, it's all
2: good. <laughs> all right, so, uh, all right, well, uh, welcome to uh, Ghostfire Media's hey, podcast. To hey! You.
1: It's always like when we get to see the people. Oh, he's drinking too. He's yes. he's right
2: on
0: Larry's page tonight.
1: Larry's not even here to drink with you
0: at 14, 15? Because if you want to be with Larry, you got to drink about twelve and a half in a six in about two hours.
3: Oh, that's only number two. I got an early morning, so yeah, gotcha. you know, gotta gotta take it easy on that. <laughs> all all right. right,
2: man. So, uh, well, coming in, we're gonna ask you all the wonderful. Uh, questions of who you are, where you come from, what's your background before racing during racing? Uh, do you have any professional experience outside of iRacing? What made you get into it? And all that jazz.
3: Uh, well, so my name's Alan. Irwood. I'm 29 years old from Columbus, Ohio, and I originally grew up in Northwest Ohio. I uh, moved down here about 10, 11 years ago.
2: three Ohio. people. Uh,
3: yeah. We <laughs> in you know fuel, it's either you're from Ohio or you're from North Carolina. Yeah. We we basically just have two states. No, oh, uh, so I,
0: I, I'm not allowed to race in fuel now. I figured that out. I'm yeah, not sorry. Not you're gonna to to take us, I'm gonna have to take those paints back. That's fine. That's <laughs> fine. I'll, I'll send them over. That's It's all right. I understand.
3: Damn Yankee. I know, right? Um, but no, so, um, I've been on the service for about 10 years. I'm um, coming up on my 10 year anniversary, I think in January. Uh, before that, I was doing NASCAR racing in 2003 for probably about five years, six years. Um, I think my first online league was maybe like 2007, somewhere around there. Um, I started on keyboard and managed that for about a year somehow. Uh, and then a guy in the, in the league that I was in that I had joined and was kind of working my way up through as a rookie... Um, he was nice enough. He actually had a, a wheel on the shelf. It was like the very first Logitech NASCAR driving wheel. And he's like, I'm going to ship you this for free because, <laughs> you know, I see how you're doing on a keyboard. I really think that you need to step up and go to a wheel. So I said, okay, you know, I, I'd gladly take that for free. It's, yeah. That's an awesome gesture of you. So, uh, started from there. And, um, my first introduction to iRacing was actually, I went to Pocono. Uh, 2011 with a buddy and uh, met up with another league guy over. He lives over by the track and I uh, got to his house and he had iRacing. I'd never even heard of it. I thought NASCAR racing was just it. Um, so he introduced me to iRacing. I got on and I was like, why haven't I heard of this before? Yeah. And why haven't I been doing it? <laughs> so pretty much at that point, it, I was done with NASCAR racing. I I figured out how much it was for for a subscription, got on the service, uh, and went from there. So, uh, real life, the reason I have an early morning is we're actually, I race go-karts and we're leaving in the morning to go to one of our local tracks. Ohio has a state championship that, uh, we're running in for points this year. So we're actually going to Wilmington, Ohio, uh, which is Southwest of here. Um, so practices all day tomorrow, got to get up at like five six o'clock get around and then probably leave the house by seven to get there by eight to register and do all that. So I said, it's a, it's going to be an early morning. What do you do for a living?
0: Oh, Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Randy.
3: Uh, For a living. I'm actually, I work in IT. Um, Basically what we do as a company is we serve a lot of local small businesses, what their IT needs. So we're an MSP. Hmm. Um, So I've been doing that for a little over a year. Pretty much my career path has been all IT related. Uh, I didn't necessarily intend it to be that way. This was kind of how it went. I, I got a degree Followed in web graphic money. design. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I got a degree in web graphic design that didn't really go anywhere. Um, but, you know, I, I do my paints and stuff on the side, which uh, they look
2: really fantastic. I- yeah. I have, I, have two <laughs> I have two
0: things I want to say. First, I want to say that those paints are amazing, absolutely amazing. I can't wait to run them both.
3: Yeah. Um, hey, uh, man. I have got to do it for you.
0: Did you say
3: you went to Pocono? I did go to Pocono that year.
0: God help me, please tell me that wasn't your first NASCAR race.
3: Oh no, no, no. Okay, no. thank uh, God. Nobody first was actually Michigan.
2: That's a
0: good. Oh to go God, through.
2: that's as bad as Pocono. Uh, I, th- I
0: think. Yeah, Michigan. well, would
3: be fun. The, the, that, that's the closest track that we have. I mean, Indianapolis is probably about as close. I, I, but...
0: I can't sit. Put... Yeah, you guys are. You guys in Ohio are in a, in a bad place
3: for. Yeah, them. we've got all three big tracks. We've got
0: Cindy, which is boring. Michigan, which is boring, and then Pocono, I, I, which I will,
2: is. I will take poke I will take Michigan over Pocono any day of the week. I'm sorry that 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 Michigan actually looks like it'd be a fun track, whereas Pocono is like, oh, they're out in the woods. Oh,
0: I would yeah, take anything over New Hampshire. Okay, take anything over New Hampshire. Give me anything.
3: The uh the race that I went to at Pocono was when Keselowski fractured his ankle or whatever happened at that point and uh he came in that was the first race he came back after having that accident and won the race so that was kind of cool but we were also like the cheapest tics, tickets are down in the front because you can't see anything yeah. past the the grandstands on the other side or whatever so you know basically all we could see was the front stretch
2: they came by. Oh all right let's wait I'm. Yeah, okay minutes. see you guys Ooh. here in
3: about a minute yeah but yeah
2: all right uh but uh yeah like uh one thing you you're known for outside of, uh, winning is, uh, uh, your paint schemes, man. And they look legendary. Like, uh, you, i see all the ones that you're putting out there. I just, uh, followed you today on Twitter. Uh, saw, saw that you were doing uh, fuel retweeted you, your designs. Uh, so I went out there and I was like, oh, yep. So I, I recognize these paint jobs, uh, from the, the discord chats.
0: Hey, give yourself yeah. a
3: free plug. Yeah. Well, Elwood designs on Twitter. You're going to follow me uh i do have a facebook page as well um but i have been doing designs for probably about as long as i've been doing uh league racing um overall i started in nr2k3 doing paint schemes i learned i downloaded an illi- illegal copy of photoshop oh uh, like
1: everybody else
3: yeah <laughs> yeah yeah. i don't think i'm the only one to ever do that
0: i think i'm the no, no. idiot who pays for that
3: well, well back I did in the day I did... we could get it free.
1: Back in the day, it was really easy to find pirated copies. Yeah. Not, I mean, not it's I still easy, to it, but find that was it.
3: only through school. They gave me a huge discount yeah. for web graphic design. Um, but yeah, I've I've been doing it for years. Everybody's like, you know, you know, how do you, how do you paint these curves and all this other stuff? And it's like it just it just takes time. Like you, a lot of people want to jump into it and make these immaculate schemes. And it just, it takes time and patience.
2: I, I, um, for my paint schemes, I can recreate stuff and it's got to be lines. Uh, I, I I haven't filled out figured out the whole curve thing. I haven't figured out a lot of different things, but, you know, I, and I don't have imagination, so I can recreate stuff. So all my stuff is a, is usually a recreation of something or another and just with my flavor to it. So it's uh, been real nice uh, to get the painting, but I'm nowhere near uh, your level, but uh, I put out some decent ones myself.
3: I think I've seen a couple of years. They're not too bad.
2: Yeah, I, I've learned. Uh, I started out on GIMP, and then I I, I got my my CS6, and uh, and uh, went from there. And uh, coming from GIMP world to uh, Adobe was a huge transition that I never want to try ever to do again because they're so different of the way they do things. And uh, you get learn you learn one way of doing it, and then you go hop on a Photoshop, which is way more in depth. And I'm like, crap! How do I do any of the stuff I learned before? Like, yeah, just trying to create a path. I was like, "How do I create a path?"
1: I I paint all my stuff off the Trading Paints app.
2: I was trying that to on. It's free. free. <laughs> it's free. Well, it's not
1: free. It's twenty dollars. Oh, right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that's that's what I use for all my paint schemes. But they work.
2: <laughs> it's evolved to be a little bit better than it was. Uh, at least at, or, even since I joined last year.
1: At least, as long as it doesn't crash like it does most of the time, I'll be on there painting something that it crashes.
3: Yeah, It's gotten better. Uh, I will say there for a while I was going through a really big rough patch with trading paints, but I think they've kind of gotten their act together.
0: There was a point where I thought I was going to be talented at this when I first started painting things because I figured out how to do shapes. And I tried to recreate this. That went terribly.
1: That's (laughs) Sam Bass's paint scheme.
0: Oh, you want want to show it again, Randy? Yeah, It's beautiful. 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 That
1: brings back memories. That's Sam Bass's paint
3: scheme. It's a beautiful paint scheme. You chose that, that as one of your first to try to recreate?
0: Uh, well, no, actually, the first one I tried to recreate was the DuPont 200 year anniversary
3: card. Oh, oh.
0: Which I absolutely love, but I realized. Not that the way I'm you a... did it, though, huh? <laughs> <laughs> no. I'm a dipshit for choosing that as my first one to try to recreate. Now, when Those I try rough. to recreate things, I, now I try to go for like easier schemes like my i i I built uh i not built i painted a richard petty throwback for um for the truck series and i picked like his most simple year to recreate and it still took me two hours
3: yeah Yeah. sometimes those recreations i mean even the easy ones take a long time to feel like you even get it close to right i don't
0: know how you did the wrangler one so quickly
3: I, I said, man, it's just that, that years of just doing the the pen tool and all this stuff, you do it pretty quickly. And luckily, there's a lot of good resources for like the numbers and stuff online that you just end up downloading. Like you don't end up actually having to redraw those unless you really want to. But you know, like um, Big Evil Designs, Stunad Racing, uh, there's that's a couple of the websites that I Chad Mycos, who's in fuel, he just signed up. He's part of that Big Big Evil Designs, and he does a lot of those like numbers and stuff and it's a huge resource for for my paints
2: yeah gotcha. so uh tell us more about a uh, fuel we've uh, heard quite a few from uh the different guys that have been on now but let's take your take you're one of the admins and uh we're coming up to the 2021 b series we'll start the all-star race on monday so give us a little bit of uh your plug for it
3: well uh well you know, this is actually truly my second season into Fuel. Uh, last season, last premiere season was my first season. And there was a little bit of chatter just about kind of the future of the league uh, and stuff like that. And when I came in, um, I immediately thought that this, like when you when you join Fuel, um, you kind of get that sense of like this is someplace that you want to be long term. Um, cause I had been kind of looking for that. I've jumped around to a few leagues, uh, and just nothing had really stuck. Um, and my team itself, we were trying to find some place that we felt comfortable with joining as a group, uh, because we kind of had lost touch with each other racing wise, uh, after our last league, we took a break. And so, uh, you know, not only from a driver aspect, from, from a team aspect, uh, joining fuel is a really good decision in, in terms of competition, Um, the mix of racetracks that we get to like premiere this season, um, we're going to you know three different road courses that you normally wouldn't see on the schedule of a NASCAR series, so that's exciting, at least for me. I, I, I do, I'm one of those people that does like the road series. Who Uh,
0: chose the Red Bull ring? (laughs) I think you found your answer uh, uh, right there.
3: Were you you drunk? Well. It was that or Mid Ohio. I, uh,
2: I, I that that was my first introduction uh, to road course racing and Xfinity Series. Uh, it was IVRL last last year. I I was still stuck on a single monitor at that point. I've never seen Mid Ohio race period in my life, and it was the most terrible track in the whole entire world. And me and Harvey Abrams, we destroyed each other on that one. We, we would pass each other. The next curve, we would just fly off in the middle of nowhere because that uh yeah. Yeah, the blind left-handed up the hill is just detrimental.
0: I'm excited to see the last, the last sector of the Red Bull Ring in an Xfinity Series car, especially the next-to-last corner where Sonoda kept going over the white line going into the pits. I'm excited to see how that works because in a Formula One car, it's an easy lift and then just go. <laughs> in an Xfinity Series car, I feel like it's gonna be a second gear turn hard on the brakes.
3: Oh, 100%. 100%. <laughs> yeah, the, the middle sector there where that left-hander is like off camber and it's it's that really fast, I don't know, whatever they call it, turn five. <laughs> it's it's really fast. and It's completely blind in a NASCAR. You're going down there and it's like, oh <laughs> shit, where's my turn? And then oh, you're like, God. oh shit, here it is. Oh, yeah, it's not so. going to be fun. It's not going to be fun at all. Yeah, there but probably will be fun. a little bit of carnage. It's going to be
0: fun. It's just not going to be fun. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, yeah, so, you I'm, know, I'm like when right we, right. we were we were trying to come up with a little bit of, uh, uh, you know, different stuff to do, um, in terms of that regard, uh, cause there's always Watkins Glen Sonoma. Um, and, you know, regardless of whether you've run there one time, 500 times, like it's all, you know, you see it on TV, it's, it's all kind of the same. So we wanted to give something a little bit different. Uh, we made last minute additions for Nashville super speedway with it being added. Um, so I think we have a really good schedule Um, it just, I think fuel overall, Will's done a great job trying to keep this league afloat. Um, he was doing it all on his own pocket there for a long time. Uh, this season we were finally able to get some legit sponsors, which is exciting. We were able to get some prizes put together, um, just for the all-star next week, we've got some stuff ready and planned. So, um, I think it's going to be an exciting season. Um, I think signups are on, you know, that close to probably being closed we've got over 43 people signed up um so that in itself is amazing I mean, uh, um, yeah. and hopefully we can we can keep that going yeah when
2: you get 43 signed up and i mean especially you know this type of league uh you know that you know you actually have to donate money to it to, to run to help uh, provide cost it helps get it dedicated drivers in and hopefully we get you know, you normally get like, you know, 60 to 80% every weekly attendance. And that's kind of what you're shooting for. So that'd be, you know, high twenties, mid thirties, hopefully every single week. And then that makes for great competition on the track and then great for us at the broadcast booth.
3: Yeah, absolutely. Cause you know, that's, that's the toughest thing. Like you just mentioned is, is keeping people involved, um, and, and keeping that field size and strength over the course of an entire, you know, 16 week season or whatever it is. Um, people just end up having different things going on. You know, you have real life uh, Let's be real, you know, stuff is more important than this. And so keeping those people involved for as long as possible, you know, it's, it's a struggle to keep 20 people throughout a season. Yeah. So we kind of felt like, uh, you know, having some sort of pay in, but also pay outs would in turn fix that issue of people, you know, leaving mid season. Like let's, let's have a strong 25, 30 people field throughout the season. That'd be great.
2: Yeah, give them a little bit of incentive throughout the the year and at the end of the year. And so it's always helpful for it. I mean, that, and not along with just having the prestige of, you know, finishing top five of the full years, uh, you know, it's always something to brag about.
3: Yeah, absolutely.
2: So, yeah, I mean, we're, we're looking forward to seeing it. Uh, we're ready to see this all-star race. Like, uh, you know, I haven't seen this actually done ever in iRacing, so I'm looking forward to it. Uh, to see this get done so if you want to explain more about it what you guys are planning on doing on monday night for the all-star race for the viewers
3: yeah so i had this idea there a couple months back uh, that if anybody out there watching or does watch remembers the nascar all-star qualifying format you basically uh, line up on the inner pit road and you get the, the green to go out, get up right up on the track, go full speed, come around, get the green. You're going to take a full lap, full speed, complete the best time that you can, complete that lap. Then you're going to come back around, basically almost do two full laps. But on that second lap, you're going to come into the pits at, at however fast you can. Um, wherever your, your pit box is, you're going to aim full speed for that pick, pit box to get slowed down, get a four tire pit stop. And then as soon as you leave the box, you're back into gear, you're up on the track, and you're going to come back around and get the checker flag. I, like you said, I've never seen that done, at least in a broadcast format. I don't know if other leagues have ever done that, um, but I thought that was one way for us to be unique, um, and we think that if this goes well, we want to do this every off-season leading into premiere. It's something that we can get everybody excited with. Um, like I so said, we've got you know, some prizes for it, so... We just want everybody to kind of have a little bit of fun. You know, you're out there by yourself, um, full speed in a pit road. I think everybody would love to do that in a real race if they could. So, you know, just get after it for a couple laps. That's all we're asking.
2: And me as a broadcaster, I mean, it's a good way to introduce everybody else and get to know the drivers. So it's not the first race jitters to come in, butcher people's names, uh, not knowing who everybody is. We're going to do that though. Uh, most likely we're going to have one of the year admins up in the booth. He's out on vacation right now. So his wife has agreed for him to, uh, spare some time, uh, to be able to, uh, join the broadcast with us. So he'll be up in the broadcast booth with us, kind of helping us out, uh, going through everybody and kind of giving a little bit more in depth background to the guys on, on the track that, uh, uh, since, you know, we'll be fresh there with these guys. Uh, you know, I know we got some of our guys in there from AOL that I'm comfortable with, uh, I can give some more knowledge on those, and then uh, your admin team will be able to help out. You know, t- telling everybody about the the regulars within your series. I know you probably picked up a few in this off season period here in your Sportsman series. That's you've kind of added to it as well. So, you know, everybody will get their introductions.
3: Yeah, yeah, and having you know Michael Stroll, who was on the the podcast there a few weeks ago, you know, he'll be a big help um, to get you guys acclimated and kind of get the word out on everybody as we, we go along. But yeah, I'm, I'm super pumped for it. Um, I don't think I've ever been as excited for a league event as this. I know it's, it's kind of been my idea, but at the same time, like, you know, it's taken everybody in the league to, to get this going and figure out you guys along with, you know, Carl, who's, who's not here, you know, he's been a big help with the UI and stuff to get this going, um, as far as timing and everything. Cause, in i racing you just you don't have that luxury of if you get a black flag if you don't follow the actual rules of the sim you know it, it deletes your timeout yeah. so yeah, you I actually yeah, I
1: helped him test that uh last week me and a, uh Josh actually we went around the track and we're testing that whole pit road thing on you know testing and making sure it was all going to work with the broadcast so
3: yeah well did you did you mess up or did you do good
1: <laughs> i i think i did all right actually not yeah. bad it was it was a little different, you know, coming down
3: pit road full speed and having to stop and then go back out again. Let's be know. real. Did you uh did you actually get to stop in your box or did you end up plowing into the tire barrier that's at the oh, end no, of No, I, I stopped. I did stop, thank God. I did stop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that happened a couple of times in our test session the other night. <laughs> I think uh Calor, our admin, he uh yeah, he ended up in the tire barrier a couple times. So Yeah, it was all lot of fun. So how I many uh
1: See, I'm I'm not real familiar with everything because you're not one of my leagues that I actually broadcast in and I'm not part of the league. Just give me, since I'm like an outsider like some of the other people watching the podcast, give me like uh some information about the all star race that we've we know about the pit road thing. How many laps is this race gonna be? That's Where it. is it gonna be at? And it's just a qualifying is all it is. There's no race at all. It's just qualifying.
2: So there, it's the it's the all star pit stop qualification. The is the all star thing for them. That's that's what they, it. Yes.
3: Oh, that's even crazier than I thought it was. Yeah. Yeah. So there's there's no race. It's just literally you're on the track for like two and a half three laps, and that's it. Yeah.
1: yeah. Wow. This is like, hey, all right. I'll see you in an hour. Yep. Yep. Pretty
0: much. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
3: Oh, man, yeah. That's, that's, that's all it is. There's There. I know. We. We. That's better than I thought it was going to be. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, we, like, we kind of like the all-star race, but it's really just the all-star event. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's great.
2: <laughs> Carl, Carl said he definitely hit the tire barrier the other night. <laughs>
3: uh, I, I I probably did myself, I think. I, maybe once or twice. It's not hard to do.
2: So. Oh, boy. Uh, so, yeah, we're looking forward to it. I mean, and then uh, the following week on August 2nd, we're the first official broadcast with you guys. So uh we're looking forward to it uh i'm feeling, figuring out my logistics i'm technically on some type of I, I call it vacation but i'm going to my house in north carolina i live here out here in texas and i'm gonna drive home that weekend and i'll be at my house in north carolina uh hanging out with the family for a couple weeks and uh i might I'm, i might go over to uh, larry's house larry lives right down this not really i wouldn't say li- right down the street lives about 40 minutes away so I might go over there and visit him, and we might be uh calling from his uh bedroom.
3: I say what we we saw him uh poolside there the other day, didn't we? Yeah, he was out yeah.
2: there uh lounging. Apparently, uh, he instead of just writing a post, he wanted to actually get connection with the viewers out there, and uh, so yeah, that's uh, Larry's was, a very personable guy. Larry was
1: Larry the Lounge Lizard.
2: The sausage.
1: <laughs> Larry the Lounge Sausage. Wow. Hey, I'd take a pool with the weather we've had, so All right, that'd then. be great. That's well, right. I have the beach about a mile from me, but I don't ever go there.
2: <laughs> I wouldn't either. <laughs> I'm no,
1: afraid
3: uh, I'll start right? the needle. He lives right uh, outside Daytona. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't leave I'm my house Orman. if I was in Florida. There's a lot of crazy people down there. <laughs> <laughs> the Florida man.
0: They're usually <laughs> messed up, too. Yeah,
3: yeah. yeah in Daytona, awesome. but in
1: Ormond, we're not. I just want to... You know, make sure everybody knows that daytona is its own thing daytona ho- holly hill are their own thing anything on ormond or port orange new and all that stuff you're all fine but it's that that little section in there where all the meth heads and the crackheads
0: did and, you say daytona and holly hill
1: yeah daytona where's your hill.
0: business located it, mine
1: is actually it, it has a holly hill <laughs> address but it's <laughs> really on the ormond line so i'm actually ormond i'm now, if you go a mile down the road from my store, oh boy! So on Mondays, Thursdays, we'll and me.
0: Fridays, Randy gets visited by the local meth heads. He doesn't work on Mondays.
1: Remember yeah, that, that's he's all awesome. day. He goes <laughs> Disney and uh, Universal.
0: <laughs> Randy, I really honestly, <laughs> I see it. And, and, yeah, do dogs on ice. <laughs> but uh, oh, oh you should you have seen that, pool. that She you was here for that. Yeah, Randy did dogs on ice the other night. Oh,
1: really? Yes.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, we did. Uh, he's got a
2: vlog about it. You can go subscribe went, to my YouTube yeah. channel. Yeah, that's it. right.
0: Go on my YouTube channel, uh, Randy's Attic. And for $9.99 a month, you can get premium access to the videos with premium recommendations. And if you go <laughs> on
1: your Patreon and donate to the channel, I'll give you a shout out. <laughs> Is that right? Absolutely.
0: <laughs> then if you pay twenty nine ninety nine per month, you can get a, a subscription to another type oh, of channel.
3: That's a bargain.
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely.
3: <laughs> yeah, right. yeah you're getting full unlimited
2: access
0: this podcast is now been rated r by the uh,
3: <laughs> by <Mr>. nick adams <laughs> like, you know that's what happens
2: but um hey man uh we love having you on tonight and we look forward to seeing you guys on monday night good luck tomorrow at your wonderful all-day adventure at go-karting i miss those days i kind of wish i was still out there doing that but uh, I I kind of envy people that are out there and able to do that. So have fun, man. Uh, we really appreciate you here coming tonight, introducing yourself, and uh, can't wait to see what Fuel has to offer, and then get to meet more Fuel drivers here later in the next upcoming 16 weeks.
3: Yeah, I appreciate you guys having me on, um, and uh, we'll see you there on Monday. And hope everybody watching tunes in and and sees a uh, awesome first event with you guys, and it's gonna be a blast. So
0: hopefully, check I don't wreck too much.
3: <laughs> yes, Nick. I mean, if you speak it into existence.
0: T- hey, It's it's not if, it's when.
3: But you only got two laps. You'll be fine.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's three opportunities,
3: my friend. <laughs> I appreciate it, guys. Thanks so much. All right, man. Have hey. a good
1: night. Thanks for coming on. I, did I ever tell you guys about the uh, times when I used to go, go go-kart racing? On, there was a racetrack out in Ocala, which is the o- o- Ocala grand prix go-kart track and it's you know they actually run real races out there they allow you to race this on the race on the track and you have to sign a waiver and all this stuff you have helmets gla- uh, gloves everything so you get out there and you race these things and they're like 70 80 mile an hour go-karts so I, like 10 of us rent it and it's me and and all this guy and one guy that you guys will know and, and you'll go oh, crap you're kidding me uh, this guy by the name of Larry the Cable Guy.
2: <laughs> of course. Of course, of that, uh, course. We'll throw another name down. I'm just
0: saying, I'm just saying so but okay, I have so to say me Dale because, Earnhardt, Larry the Cable Guy, Jeff Foxworthy, and uh, you know This is I'm a whole other thing. Say. Hey mate, just I could tell a
1: guy you're in your in your your neck of the woods, a guy by the name of Gary Hoey. You know who Gary Hoey is? Oh, say. Okay, Gary and me went to the races together. The first time I met Gary Gary's next to me typing on a computer, typing out music. I'm sitting next to him. I go, what are you doing? He goes, I'm scoring music for NASCAR. I'm like, Oh, cool.
0: I, you know? But you know what yeah, so- surprised me in the least bit is if you came up with a story one day that said, me, Pat Patterson, Cale Yarbrough, Richard Petty, and uh, Davey Allison, we're all doing this one weekend.
1: I, I'll, I'm not going to tell you the story about Davey Allison, but I can oh. tell you one about him too. <laughs> And that was before I knew anybody.
0: You knew Davey Allison before no, I knew I, anybody, but I knew Davey Allison. Well,
1: no, I, I knew some people, but anyways, but that was no, his story was a whole nother thing. I'll tell you, but anyways, <laughs> let's get out of here. I've had enough, but I was uh, funny thing about the uh, the, the racing with uh, Larry and those guys. They take me out there, and then the first thing I tell them because I had been racing online, I said, Listen, guys. Don't drive like a bunch of idiots. Indeed. These things are going 70 miles an hour. Who so told what you not you to drive do? like an idiot. I, I told them not to no, drive no. like idiots because I didn't want to get wrecked. At 70. At 70 miles an hour.
2: Oh, I wouldn't have hurt that bad. bad.
1: Yeah, so we're right, we're running around the track and they're weaving in and out, in and out, all over the place, bouncing off of each other. We get to this uh hairpin turn. And all of a sudden, they're, like, just going all over the place. And I lock up the brakes so I don't hit anybody. But, you know, in a go-kart, the back end comes around when you <laughs> lock up the Yeah, you loop it. So who the hell do you think hit me on the side of the car? t bone my ass. Joe Montana. <laughs> no. Larry the Cable Guy. Oh. So he hits me on the side of the car. I go flying out of the car. I'm laying on the freaking concrete out there. <laughs> And they gave me a brand new car. And I'm like, I'm like, uh, the guy goes, are you okay? Because the track marshal guy comes like, are you okay? Are you okay? And I go, no, I got to get back in the car. <laughs> I get back in the car. The car's like, blah, 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 Yeah, well, sideways.
2: The toes I, it was all like, that's like when I got in it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Larry, the cable guy's, he's going to pay for it. Don't worry. He's he's out there running around. I'm like, oh,
1: that's great. That's great. God damn, you know, doing this whole thing. I'm the fastest reverse driver in the whole entire world. Dan was having a great time. You know, the rest of us are like, damn man. I
0: found out about Larry the cable guy. He doesn't have that accent. No, he he
1: He does not. I
2: didn't know that was was not
1: theatrical. The first time I met him, they introduced him to me. Another time at a race, and he goes, "Hey, how you doing? I'm Dan." I got like, "Hey, man, nice to meet you." And this guy behind us, this redneck guy, goes. Oh, damn. That's Larry the Cable guy. He's like, you're done. He's like, totally into the whole thing. Right. Get, done. Like, get her done. And then he turns around he's like, You stupid rednecks.
2: <laughs> get her done. <laughs> oh, he man. All right. Fun
1: Hold guy. On, no. But hey, let's get out of here.
2: Go yeah. ahead and send us out, man.
1: All right, guys. You've been watching the Ghostfire Media podcast. Don't forget, we got all the racing coming up. Tuesday or actually Monday now with fuel. So the all-star race is on fuel this week. So check out the Ghostfire Media uh, page for all the information on that. Also, Tuesday, uh, we will not have an IVRL race. So we're off for two weeks with that. Wednesday night, uh, are we going to broadcast to that or not?
2: No, Carl is no longer broadcasting on Wednesday night. No more sports. No
1: more. Okay, no more sportsmen. So we'll be back on Thursday night with the TNT Uh, AOL Guitar Attic series on Thursday night. And then don't forget Sunday night, this Sunday night, and always on every Sunday night, we've got the AOL Cup division. And that starts at uh, 8 o'clock as well. So uh, from my broadcast partners here, Adam Wood, Nick Adams, and we'd like to thank you for watching. And we will see you next week here on the podcast. And so long from the Sunshine State.
0: Hi, it's Pat Patterson, The Racing
1: Guy. You're listening to the Ghostfire Media Podcast.